This is at Kevin K. Diddy. This is the Hair of the Blog podcast with me as always at rhanson817. And we talked about last week about how like when you're at the bottom, there's nowhere to go but up. Mm -hmm. And I felt like our podcast last week was like went up and it was at the top of its level. So how do you top... How do you how do you talk? We got talk? guests, baby! <laughs> we got <laughs> guests! We got guests! Yo, yo. So So we, we we got two guests that we always shout out on the podcast. Yeah. And we're gonna let them introduce themselves right now. Uh I'm Colin, also known as DJ McGregan, aka the official DJ of the Giants and Jets, humble brag. You can find me on Twitter at Colin F23, on Instagram at DJ McGregan. Which is literally spelt like a sandwich at McDonald's. M C R I C A N. I'm gonna make mine pretty simple. I'm Joey Nix at Air Joey Nix 53. Uh, writer for Boltbeat.com, Chargers based website. For all you uh, Bolt gang. Nobody cares. They're from Jersey. Well, here's the thing. At the end of the day, if you want to like look at le- uh, literary contact context, go see my boy. At Air Joey Nicks. Yeah, if and you want somebody to draft your team for you, you see me. Thank wow. You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, I beat you with that team, so. Smack talking. And if you go to McDonald's tomorrow and order a DJ McRecon by accident. Yeah, you get let, let me know what they give you. <laughs> You're getting two fucking apple pies. <laughs> With some extra sofrito on it. Like, we'll, we'll see over under on people ordering. It's like, hey, can I get a, two McRegans, please? We're like, I'm sorry, what? We're like, McRegans. You know? It's like, you hey. don't know. It's a new Rick and Morty release. Yeah, what do you mean? It's just like. She's so funny. Game until we find out the soft serve machine is out of service again. Like, just. <laughs> Who goes in there assuming that it works at this point? <laughs> Shout out to McFlurry. So. Shout out to the Wendy's Frosty. Yeah, right. So, all right, this is going to be an interesting. Yeah. <laughs> this this is going to be an interesting one. So, we did the podcast last week. We had a really good time, and you know we're we talked to uh, Big Joe at Air Joey Nicks fifty three and Colin DJ McRegan, and we were like, yo, let's like you know let's like link up and let's talk mm-hmm. and let's uh, you know let's do the thing. So right. you know right now so you we're know doing the thing. So yeah, so everybody's here. All right. We in the house. Whose house? Joe's house. Joe's literally, house. we're literally in, in Joe's house <laughs> in the basement. It's in going the, down in the, in the basement. basement. This this is basically a shelter. But you know what? Here's the like ludicrous. Like, what's your fantasy remix of two thousand four? But it's it's. But you know, but like he has a like a beautiful like it's like straight man cave. He announced that you know like contributor for Bolt Beat, so he's a big time. Uh, Los Angeles Chargers fan. I almost yeah. said San Diego. Stub Hub Center. Yeah, big, big Los Otherwise Angeles. known as the Stub or the Hub. So it's not like what was it? The Q, whatever, like uh, that. The Q, Qualcomm. I used to love Qualcomm. Yeah, but sure. I mean, it used to be Jack Murph, but you know. But um, Thanks the <laughs> so so we're in the house. We're in Joe's house. We're in the basement. We're in the man cave. So we're hanging out, and you know it's week two of the NFL, and all the one o'clock games have already happened. So, so like right now, like just to give you a time check here, it's Sunday, it's September sixteenth, 
It's 7.47. The Giants-Cowboys game is probably going to start in about maybe a little less than an hour. Let's go. So, the Jets, unfortunately... Aye, aye, aye. They Here's the thing mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. The Jets played week two, at least from okay. what I saw, because sure. I was working. They played week two the way everybody expected them to play in week one. Yeah. Yeah, fair. They, they did the justest thing they could have done, which was this. just getting completely fucking blown out at home. Would you call it completely blown out, though? Yeah. Because they kind of came back and to make it a somewhat well, valiant effort Miami, in the second half? Here's the thing. Miami sucks. The problem with that was is Miami gave them all the chances in the world to win that game, and Darnold couldn't capitalize on it. So for me, yeah, he got blown out. It was his second game ever as a pro, too. I don't I mean, care. Well, that's not fair. I mean, here's the thing. <laughs> Football's the, not fair. Yeah, watching the game and just overall analysis was the Jets couldn't catch Tannehill. I mean, he was literally running all over the field, making plays, stuff like that. I mean, unfortunately, Sam Darnold was what we expected. He, he had rookie mistakes. Like said, yeah. yeah. But it's not the end of the road. No. Sam Darnold is definitely has a bright future. Very Here, him. Here's the thing. if When he's playing on Thursday against the Browns, if he can learn from those mistakes, this was a victory then. Well, and here's the thing. is The Browns aren't the Browns of the past either. They're definitely revamped, especially giving the Saints a run for their money, if anybody else. You say they're revamped, but at the same time, Josh Gordon's throwing off that weed. Well, Josh Gordon's yeah. off the team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's off the team. Forget about the weed, my God. Yeah, he's, he's off the team. I mean, I'll team. put it to you like this. As a Giants fan, as much as I love Saquon's team, sure. you, all that stuff. Yeah, Saquon. I, I, wait, 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 hold on. Saquon. <laughs> What's that? Yeah, yeah, explain that one, Joe. Uh, so, our, one of our buddies in our fantasy leagues, his name is Arjan, um, and basically, no joke, this guy is all about Saquon Barkley. If you could gargle with somebody's dick, it would be Saquon with and, and his balls. Don't forget his yeah. balls. So, like the guy wow. literally commented yeah, on yeah. how nice his legs were. Yeah, yeah, that happened in a completely heterosexual manner. So, he tried. Yeah. So basically, this is just basically me echoing Arjan. Yeah, that's what happens. Okay. I find my trademark and I run. Yeah. Yeah. Springfield PD better be listening to this shit tomorrow. So. <laughs> but my point being is that as much yeah. as I've loved what Saquon has done, I okay. still, as a devout Giants fan sitting here wearing an Odell Beckham jersey now, I wish that the Giants took Sam Darnold over Saquon. Only Good for be- you. Only because... Good for you as a smart <laughs> fucking Giants fan. O- only because, not for nothing, to go all in to get Eli his third championship, I feel like is super short-sighted. And it's not even guaranteed. Well, and, and what's going to happen is that you're going to be stuck in that Kerry Collins era if you're lucky. With a subpar quarterback, with a bunch of good weapons around him that's going to make him look somewhat decent. And you're going to be, so, and then you're going to go all in on him and then say, okay, maybe he'll be something. And then we're going to go on these third and fourth round picks that they, that they got after they just dropped Davis Webb like a fucking bad crack habit. Sorry, Josh Gordon. Well, that was your and, future. Uh, yeah, jo- hey, you know Smith is on. Actually, no, you know Smith is on the Chargers. Uh, yeah, which I do like. The you you, the you enjoy that. By the way, uh, enjoy yeah. Geno Smith yeah. on your team. Yeah, on behalf of the Giants enjoy and the it. Jets fans. Yeah. yeah. Right, Kev, I got something for you. On the Jets, we did them dirty. Go to the Giants. Did them dirty. 
Now he's in. Now he's in LA. You know, he's in the sunshine. He's in. Well, that, that's, that's also where he missed the meeting to go watch let's, a movie with Ben Affleck in it. No, so here's the thing, Kev. Kev, let's tie Game uh, of Thrones and shit together. He basically Littlefinger. Oh wow! He's Actually, like Gino Smith yeah. is a li- little. He knows no loyalty yeah. to any one house. Bobby watched a little bit of Game of Thrones. Now he's throwing out. Yeah, buddy. He's throwing out like character names. It's my, like my man went further finger. balls deep on Game of Thrones than all of us did in our first uh, post virgin job. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I mean, hey, listen, I you you were trying to say something, Joe? Oh, before, oh, yeah, so yeah. Gino Smith. Here's the thing. We have Rubber Man, and I mean Rubber by not Trojan, because obviously Phil Rivers doesn't know oh. what that no. means. <laughs> what are, what are no, tro- sh- kids. Shout out to his nine are, kids. What are, what are Trojans? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm not worried about it. Like, and he looked good in preseason as a backup. I mean, can't be too bad. I mean, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Take it from Jets and yeah. Giants <laughs> sitting here. He is that bad. I mean, he's better than Cardell Jones, for the love of God. I mean, that guy should be. Like, I I, I like the way that like because he's on your team now, you're giving him more. Like, it's like it's like <laughs> well, you know, he didn't actually didn't look that bad. It's like you were just talking. You were talking like if he was on any other team, he's like, oh man, that guy's fucking piece of shit, huh? Uh, I'm like yeah, I know. Now it's like he's on your team. He's like, well, you know, he looked good in war bumps. <laughs> the like, o- that's, the only headline like, yeah, that yeah. made the Giants <laughs> like, is that he was the first black quarterback to start a game, which. Is horrible that it took us until 2018 being an original team to do so, but that's a whole other topic entirely. Now, and that was literally the only highlight of this entire season. And now you go as from that, and granted, you reminded me heartily of the game that he started over Eli about how what an abomination of the game of football and the Mara family that it was. And now he doesn't look too bad, and there's extreme air quotes around that. Come here's on. the here's the big problem to me. That powder blue and yellow makes you seem no, really different, buddy. <laughs> Like, not for nothing, you want to call yourself a top five organization in the league. You sat fucking Eli Manning for fucking small hands, Geno Smith. Uh, Why? Let's take this hate off of me. Hey, Colin, what's up? <laughs> I, no, I, I, I'm sorry. I, I, it's I, bullshit. I'll tell, tell you what. I feel like the old regime, as soon as they let... What uh, old regime? The, the old regime of... What, Magadu? Magadu? Yeah, well... well Mecca, and, yeah. and Jerry Reese and that whole old regime, as soon as they let Tom Coughlin go, they lost their way and they became way too short sighted. I like Shermer though. Shermer was fine, but I mean, Jerry Reese specifically, he became so hyper focused on trying to save his own ass and not even uh, worrying about fucking the betterment of the his team. Hair back like fucking Pat and, Riley. Yes, he put more more anti soul glow in it than I don't know what. Yeah, but, yeah. but my point being is that. He tried to sell everybody on, yeah, yeah, I know the team sucks, but I drafted Odell Beckham, though. And, fair. And no, he, that's fair. And he literally tried to save his own ass. That, and, was, and, pre, that was pre-Gettleman. Yes. Right? And okay. quite frankly, he should have been, I believe I believe it was, and he should have been out of there probably four or five years prior than he was. Probably. Yeah. But it is what it is. You ask me, Tom Coughlin's doing a fucking outstanding uh, what, job in Jacksonville, what? and he should have had that position with the Giants. What lot are you in for? doing your DJing stuff. Uh, you can find us in G16. It's the only VIP party in any of the VIP parking sections at MetLife Stadium. I do all the Giants home games. I'm going to be doing the second half of the Jets games as well. Yeah. I, I believe the first one's going to be uh, the Jets-Pats, which is yeah. usually forecasted for about six to 800 people to come out party. Yeah. It's uh, it's 40 bucks, all the beer you can drink, all the food thir- you can oh, eat. I thought it was 30. So, uh, it was. Okay. Uh, <laughs> 
I give I give Bobby Mad props for being like the straight up hype man right now. <laughs> 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 to DJ McRican and uh, but uh, yeah, and, uh but, like at DJ McRican on Twitter and, yeah, you, and, and you social could, media. You, you could either buy tickets online ahead of time, which are thirty bucks at fanvanpartybus.com. Yeah. Or or you could just show up at the event, it's forty bucks, like I said. Uh, all the beer you can drink, straight out of kegs. Yeah. All the food you can drink that's catered. Uh, all the food you stuff. can eat. Excuse me. What is uh? And, and, a, and a full cash bar. Any shoddy like, drink you want, five bucks. You just pay for the parking pass to get into the stadium. Uh, yeah, we don't. I mean, we don't take care of the parking. That's that's gotcha. on you. So you could take the, the caucus. <laughs> you could take the train, exactly. Yeah. Or you can fucking carpool. Okay, cool. Uh, you know that. Colin, that's, Colin, what could we look for for that? Uh. That tailgate. What kind uh, of music? That, well, for that tailgate, for me, I, I like to do what I call an open format set. Okay. So I'm going to hit some hip-hop. I'm going to hit some house. These top 40 remixes. Uh, a little bit of Moomba's Home for those who are familiar with the EDM world. Uh, okay. Okay. I try, to, I, try to, I try to include my Latinos, you know, so I put in some reggaeton a little bit of, as much as I can. But, you know, it, it all depends on the crowd, man. You know, if they, if they just want... Some fun loving, you know, 128 fucking fist pumping shit for four hours, Kev, and that's what I'll give them. Kev, you want to hit up a game soon? I mean, I do. Okay. I gotta, I gotta make sure that you know, like, you know, I know I'm, you I'm, 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 a, I'm a working man, so yeah, you know, nothing. like when, when you know, if I, if I happen to have a, a day off or a okay. night off, and he's there, and he's doing his thing, a hundred percent, I'm okay. gonna be there. Please believe I'm taking the Secaucus Junction. Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking the Secaucus Junction. I'm taking with that an train. Uber included? With it, maybe with an Uber included, you know, depending. Because, you know, like, I'm just trying to, you know, I want to party. I want to have a good time. And, you know, just being safe out there. So that's what everybody else should be doing. In, in fairness, too, I'll meet Joey Nix, that fucking FanDuel Sportsbook, before we hey. go to that. We Where's go to the that, FanDuel Sportsbook at? It's oh. at Meadowlands. Across a parking lot. Oh, yeah, buddy. Oh, that that like like the reaction that you just yeah. said. Like my reaction was like that that yellow emoticon with like the sure. hand and the finger. Like, yeah, oh, oh. <laughs> let's like, make a fucking day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like like hmm. That's like my home. We got turf home. tomorrow. Yeah. We got turf all week. Yep, we got turf racing there. That yep, but. The harness racing is where I make my money. That's sure, sure, sure. The harness racing. Yeah. Huh? He harness taught me about racing. that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it is. It's and, amazing. Yeah, and uh, and on on the tailgates, you know, we cater the food to uh, to the visiting teams. Like when Dallas comes in to face Cowboys, for example, it's all Texas barbecue type stuff. Oh, really? Uh, not, yeah. not just like homosexuals from the south. No. no. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> No, I Shit mean, happened. I mean, wow. I mean, you, um, do, you, you, do, you, you do get some brokeback mountain guys and cowboy Tony Homo yeah, jerseys, yeah. but uh, I mean, she's you know, it's she's all fun and games. I mean, listen, bro, it's twenty eighteen. We're all accepting. Uh, yeah. you know, but it's uh, all fun and games with a hand and pancreas. Not that there's, yeah, not that yeah. there's <laughs> anything wrong. No, with no, 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 no. And, and, and like, and like when Philly comes in, it's just like dirty water and and shame. And uh, you know. Yeah, a fun yeah. a fun fact about Philadelphia, and, and like I talk, I was talking to other people about that it. Okay. Like, that they look up was, to a fictional character in a boxing movie. Well, well, wow. okay, wow. wow. Hold up, don't be sim- stepping sim- on the sim- Italian sim- side. Sim- like sim- sim- down now. Here's the Man, thing: is that you know what Philadelphia for the longest? Yeah, I know Philadelphia for the longest time. Thank you. Um, is you know like obviously you know they haven't really won any like titles, championships, etc. So like obviously them winning the Super Bowl and then Villanova winning. And you know, like they 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 got a little bit, and the 76ers sure. getting to as far as they did, they got ben a lot Simmons. of clout now. Here's the thing. Tinashe, here's further. the thing about Philadelphia. Oh, oh. What number one? That Super Bowl 
a man ate horse poop off the street. Yeah. And that's always what was recorded. <laughs> Who knows what else happened? The fact that they had to put Crisco on the goddamn light poles yes. to keep people from climbing yes. up, that tells you everything you need to know about the fucking people from And, and the number two thing that I'm going I'm to leave you with right now is uh, Hitchbot. Do you know who? Do you know what Hitchbot is? I'm so curious. No, I don't. Hitchbot. See, no, no. Hitchbot. Yeah, no, no, no. I got I'm you. Back. Hitchbot. And I'm gonna end it on this. And we're gonna go to break. Hitchbot yeah. was a. It was like an educational tool. Okay. It was a robot R2D2 looking thing. Okay. That videotaped and documented its trip around the entire globe, the entire world. It went all around the world. That's Europe, really cool. Japan, okay. Australia, everywhere. I maybe I, I, I may not be stating the exact locations, but, but it went around the entire world. It made its way to Philadelphia, and they destroyed it. And there's videos <laughs> of them destroying it in Makes Philadelphia. Hitchbot. I expect nothing Hitch less spot, from the like, trash a of play, a play on like hitchhiker robot right. Hitchbot. So that's what it is. But it would document itself being in all these different like cities, locales, and documenting this it, photographing it. Groundbreaking fucking piece of technology. Leave it and to it, the people of Philly to ruin. And they destroyed it. It's they amazing. beat that thing up. It reminded me, did you ever watch Short Short Circuit 2? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they went Johnny Five on that shit. No! And wait, there's wait, a video wait, of it. Wait, wait, he's no. not alive? Hitchbot is alive. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the, last, like, like, the last photo of Hitchbot is literally just a giant Eagles fan with a baseball bat coming at him. I'm sure it is. <laughs> <laughs> and it is so sad. I was like, well, the we entire know. world. <laughs> Communist countries. Fine. <laughs> Fucking like everywhere. Fine. It was like Philadelphia. Well, well we know that guy oh, didn't play yeah. for the Phillies because they couldn't well, hit shit all season. Oh, wow. wow. Let's go Yankees! And on that Rest on that note, we're gonna go. We were talking about music before. And we're gonna Mets, talk about Mets music. Mets with them. Fuck you. And and, <laughs> and we were talking about music before. Yeah. We're gonna talk about it after this break right now. This is the hair of the blog podcast. Taking you down the rabbit hole of pop culture, sports, music, food, cocktails, swag, and we're back. We got guests. We in the house. We in Joe's house. We in Joe's man cave. Bolt beat. Yeah. Chargers, like, Charger, Los Angeles Chargers gear all over the place. You guys got to see this. We might take some pics and post them. It's very, it's very, very nice that. Like I'm not, I'm not knocking. Is it like, like it's just, I'm just, I'm just trying to describe. I'm trying to describe like the scenario. Like I'm trying to like paint the picture to what's going on right now. So I mean, it's very man cave ish. So you know what? It's a couple of plaques on the wall, a couple of sports heroes, couple of, couple of autographed, uh, you know, memorabilia, um, some. Like what, what? What do we got over here? We got this like velvet sky. The velvet sky is that velvet what it is? It's like approved, there's yeah. this chick with like bullet belts like on her boobs. Yeah. Like that's pretty. That's pretty cool. Don't forget the custom poker table that we're sitting at. That's oh, we're sitting at. A, oh, excuse me. Because well, here's the thing. If he has this beautiful poker table, it's got this veil over it. We yeah. trying to so like we have no idea. Like I have no idea. Like what's going on? She's so funny. It's like games. one of those like classic cars where like you see it out there, but they right. you know the old man puts <laughs> like, like wrapped the it, wrapped wraps it, 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 and it just stays like that for like 
you know, uh, ten day, ten like months out of the year, and like the two months he like whips it out. They bring it out that I'm one like, part of spring where it's like seventy four yeah, degrees like, every day. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's nice. Uh, it's a very nice poker table. It is. It's custom, uh, custom built. Me and my uncle built, uh, built it from scratch. I've won and lost uh, quite a bit of money who here. Who brought it down here? Me and Bobby brought it down. Thank here. you. Oh. <laughs> so, I didn't say shit. Didn't got my name. <laughs> so, yeah. so we, you know, we, we we're having some fun right now, and sure. we're having some drinks, we're having some beers. It's right. it's week two. It's the NFL, yeah. and and you know what? We're having a great time, and unfortunately, you know, like a lot of our teams, Joe Joe's team won today. Ah. The Jets did not win today, unfortunately. No. But that's okay. The Jets. That's okay because the Jets are gonna win on Thursday. Yeah, they're gonna beat the Browns. You know, sure, we turn around. You know, here's the thing. Not for nothing. I'm, I'm not a New York homer, so let's go Giants. Let's go. Eight thirty game, I'm baby. For, I'm all for Money. the Giants. Listen, when when you got FanDuel in your back Shout pocket. Shout out FanDuel Sportsbook right now. Yeah. You know, like like yeah, yeah like put put a little put a little money down, especially on a Cowboys team that looks like hella shaky. Not Why for not? not? So not those located in Jersey, it's very easy. Here's to sign the shit. At the end that. of the day, Colin did not know, like didn't know what? how like he, how FanDuel worked. I got the lowdown. We brought him. We brought him along. And you know he's been doing good. All right, so he's been so doing well, very I mean, like, good. like I don't technically have Fanduel. So what's the deal with Fanduel? Uh, Fanduel is basically it's it was daily fantasy football to start. Right. So they they uh, they ended up doing a sports book. Okay. And it's a very very user friendly sports book. Shits on the DraftKings one, by the way. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay. Yes. Whatever. That's that's his opinion. He's entitled to it. Well, I'm just, I'm just saying. I mean, I mean, it's it's like it's like mentioning the NFL and then ignoring that the CFL is a thing. Like or like Pepsi and Coke. Like yeah, there's a leading brand and there's a secondary brand out there that we can't completely ignore because like it's there. But let's just reaffirm the fact of how user friendly FanDuel is. Okay. No, just, it is. Just remember, it's... just remember, Coke needs Pepsi. Just remember yeah. that. Remember that. That's, 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 that's the that's the way that's the way this works. Oh, I'm a Pepsi guy. No matter. You, you like Pepsi? I do. Really? Coke is like too painfully bubbly. Like freshly cracked seal, too painfully bubbly. Like I tell like, you something. I, sound dude, like, I, uh, I I feel like Coke is perfect for like the mixed drink due to its extra carbonation. However. Pepsi, like, just drinking it, like, nice summer day outside, a little bit of ice in it, with a fucking hot dog or something, like, because you can't drink too much in front of your parents. Like, not bad. Although, granted, I come from a Puerto Rican background, where pretty much you're fed Don Q and Bacardi from the time you're, like, six. <laughs> so, <laughs> so me drinking with them, at this point, they look at me if I put Coke in my Don Q, like, I'm a bitch. And it's just, they're oh. like, you're, they're like, oh. they're, 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 they're like, Papi, uh, you're, you're damn near 30. What are you doing, Bobby? I mean, mira. I mean you're, you don't even have any kids, Mira. That's why you put coke I mean, in your don't you. I don't I mean, understand. I mean, here's the thing. I, f- I feel you on that to a little, little extent, to, to a small extent, because, you know, my, my family's from the West Indies. Mm. So, mm. like, you know, they're, they're straight Jamaican West Indian. So they drink that Ray and Nephew, that mm. yellow and green label. Yeah. That clear, overproof rum, Ray and Nephew. And all they do is they drink it, they mix it with water. They call it fire water. And, sure. and pretty much what ends up happening is, is that I'm going to tell you a story. The, the first time and the last time I drank that shit, I lost my fucking cell phone. Uh, I Sh- lost my cell phone. Shout out to Jamaicans in Baychester real quick. 
Wait, wait, flip phone or like fucking? That was my like. That was like my uh, Motorola Razor. Sure. So like that 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 dates it. Okay, mm-hmm. that dates like. <laughs> The flip phone, Motorola Razor. That there was a point where that was like the hottest phone. Sure. Out I was gonna there. say it also says yeah, how much yeah. of a boss you were that you had a razor. Well, I mean, well, you we know, all had razor at one point. Though. I Motorola didn't have a razor. razor. I, ha- I had a crazer. I don't know about that. I, I didn't have crazy. either one of those because you guys are old. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> old, old, older. I had a, I, I had a sidekick because I was a double X. Galaxy T and Omega. Listen, Chief, I was gonna son get me. I, I wanted a sidekick. I wanted that Juicy Couture pink sidekick. Bro, I had yeah. that. I had that D Wade Sidekick Three White Limited Shit's Edition with the basketball funny game back. Like, <laughs> fucking Mobile sucks dick. I mean, here's the thing. T Mobile. Yeah, yeah. Here's the thing. I wasn't a big fan of T Mobile service, but you know right. what? Back when you're young and sure, your credit no, you're is shit, yeah, T-Mobile up. was the the guy that T-Mobile was the service that that like got you in the door though. And then from there, and then from there, I got Verizon, and now I'm happy. I got Verizon. And I got the unlimited right. data. Been rocking that ever since. Grandfathered in, so you know. And shout out to the big sister of mine, Nicole Juggins, who calls it T-Maybe, and she's still a loyal customer because she goes, "Maybe you have service, maybe you don't." So it's just huh. that's funny, but, but T- T- T-Mobile does like like for baseball especially like now it's like baseball season is kind of like winding down, right? But they do like you know like T-Mobile Tuesdays mm-hmm. and they have like all these like dope like promos and everything for that. But we're kind of getting off topic here. Yeah, that's fine. So you I'll know, but we're having fun. Yeah, yeah, no, because we were talking because we were talking about you know just like you know like drink drink culture and right. that's like one of the things we also talk about. Of course, Ray and nephew hanging out with the West Indians. You know what I mean? The Ray and Nephew is very popular. The Appleton Rum is very popular. Mm-hmm. We got Colin, he's talking about the Don Q, and he's talking about the Bacardi, and, you know, you don't mix it with anything, because he was talking about if you mix it with anything, you mix it with Coca-Cola, that's what you're saying? Well, I mean, of course, you mix it with the, 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 that Cuba Libre is always like the, the traditional... Cuba Libre. The, the traditional rum and coke. Did you ever stuff. see the movie Cocktail with Tom Cruise? Uh, of course I did. <laughs> because, I was going to say. Be, because, because we all worked at a particular chain restaurant the Cuba, that he, that the he was Cuba Libre. In. Like, oh, Cuba Libre. He's like, why didn't you tell me I was a rum and coke, bitch? Like, was like, that, was, that was the best part. That's like one of the best parts of that movie. Because he's... Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise looks <laughs> like how I feel now working behind a bar. Like, sure. It's just, the world is just yelling at you, and you're like, just, what? And your head's just like, I don't know what's going on. But he's looking in this, like, little, the, little recipe book. See, I don't have to do that. But I feel his, like, his, like, fucking just desperation, like... Just, I don't know what to do. Like, you know what I mean? But you look at what it says. Go, and, go for and, it. And a quick shout out to Kev, only because I happened to frequent his bar that we're also now co-workers at. And I was off yesterday. And I ordered and I ordered a Russian mule with a straight face. And he didn't correct me. He didn't look at me like I was crazy. Well, no, a Russian I mean, mule is a drink. Well, no, it's it's technically a Moscow he mule. Technically mule said, he technically said a mule. Yeah, the first thing I said was, can yeah, I get, let a get a mule? And I was like, oh, okay. Are you kidding me? I'll give you a kick in the ass. To, to, to... <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, okay, cool. I was like, well, what kind of mule do you want? You know? To which like, I said super confidently, oh, a Russian mule. Weekend. I wish. I wish I was a thick. Bacardi. Put some adobo in it. It fucking it would be delicious. I fucking love but, adobo. Yes, it's, it's God's gift to everything. Talk about that soon. But yes, oh yes. But anyway, so I, I asked him super confidently for a Russian mule, assuming that was the name. I didn't second guess. I didn't falter. Right. Until it was a solid, I don't know, three hours later when my girlfriend came and she met us at the bar, and then she goes, 
the fuck are you talking about? It's called a Moscow Mule, you jackass. And I had the look of sheer terror in my face. And also, just extreme gratitude to Kev for not calling me out in front of a bunch of well, random people. If it's one thing that I know AO Kev is good at, it's just going with the flow. Oh, absolutely. Not, not I'm like, 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 I get lingo, and I get, like, here's the thing. I deal with I'm also 20... ESL. So. Well, I mean, okay, listen. But at the same time, but, like, I, I also understand, like, especially, like, I deal with, like, people of all different ages. Sure, yeah, All yeah, different, yeah. you know, cultures or whatever like that. Right. People call things different things depending on where you go. And I get that. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm not going to be like, well, what are you talking about? I was like, a mule. I was like, okay, he, he either wants this, this, or this. Right. In my mind. That's the way my brain works. Now, now like, you can just break it down. I have these kids that come in and they order, let me get a cranberry and vodka. In the back of my mind, I'm like, eh. Because that's not the way way you order that. You order it vodka cranberry. And then on top of that, you got to tell me what vodka you want. You just don't have one. Upcharged Cheetos. Or show vodka. And and that's that's when, like, you know, the the salesman comes out. What kind of vodka would you like? Would you like? And granted, you can read your guests sometimes. So, like, if you got the kid that's just trying to get fucked up, and you know the vibe. You see see the kid. You see the kid that's just there. It's like, hey, man, like, how much is a... Uh, a vodka cranberry cost. When they ask, how much asking, I'm side. like, oh, it's it's. I I sell them like the cheapest stuff there, and then that's it, and we move on, and they have a couple, and then they go home. Cool, they're happy. And then other times, the 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 older clientele, I'm like, okay, let me get a vodka cranberry. What kind of vodka you look for? Want Tito's? Usually, if you say Tito's, people just Tito's is automatic, because Tito's mm-hmm. is like it's good, American Plus, it's made, American, fuck. American yeah. made, mm-hmm. Texas. Tito's like old faithful. So you, you know, Tito's. Back in, day, t- back in the day, back in day before it was Tito's, it was like absolute, oh, absolutely, yeah, or Smirnoff. If bars, not all bars have Smirnoff, which is surprising to me because it's not expensive. It's not expensive, but you know what? It's just I don't know. It's what it's the, really but but you know what? It, it's also it's stuff like that with liquor, with like certain things like that. It's case by case, Valid. depending on their liquor rep and whoever you sure. know carries their stuff. You may not be able to get it. Valid. You know what I mean? So all that right. that's that's the other thing with certain things like that. So, we're getting so tra- far off topic. We're, we are, <laughs> but it's it's okay because we're having fun sure. and we're just like you know what this is also part of it. Food and cocktails. This is the cocktails part. Moscow Mule. You know, normally Moscow Mule is with Russian vodka, ginger beer, a little bit of lime juice. Uh, a lot of places I do it now. A couple dashes of bitters mug. in a copper mug. Yeah. Ideally. I've, I've talked to ideally, but not all places have copper mugs, especially the place that we work at now, mm. because the people that come in there are savages, and they'll just steal them all. Yeah. Fuck so, that, really? It, oh, d- oh I, yeah. Not for nothing, I'm not going to say her name. My girlfriend literally just stole four the other day of her house. So, yeah. At Stage House? No. Okay. No. Or at Fridays? At, right? <laughs> or at Applebee's? No. Or at Applebee's? <laughs> or Buffalo Wowie's? Buffalo no, Wowie's? No, at, at her place of employment. Uh, they, they essentially were having a problem. McCormick and Schmitz. <laughs> <laughs> no. Texas Roadhouse. Yo, Texas Roadhouse. No. Shout out Texas Roadhouse's bread and cinnamon butter, by the way. That's, that's not Well, keto. the Outback, the, yo, the no, Outback it's, it's, brown it's bread. Not, it's that's not, not keto at all. That's not keto at all. It's and not the, keto the, the, the Outback slightest. brown bread. You, that used well, to hold be on. That. You just hit a soft spot for me because I used to work at Cheesecake Factory in Short Hills, and the amount of people that would ask for chocolate bread or brown bread instead of pumpernickel would make goosebumps and the hair on the back of my neck stand up. It was ridiculous. 
Is that is that what it's called? It's called pumpernickel bread. Yeah, no, it's just. But I, I just know it as the brown bread. I no, no, brown bread. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, from, not from Cheesecake Factory. I didn't even know Cheesecake Factory had brown bread. Oh no, or pumpernickel. Well, no, because they, they, they have sourdough and they have pumpernickel. Okay. But like the brown bread is fine because you're just describing the color. But for people who would literally call it chocolate bread, Hershey, chocolate bread. Her, <laughs> Hershey's does not sponsor our bread. To be fair, Hershey's is not the only person that makes chocolate. True. In, in shout out Godiva. Yeah. No, uh, <laughs> and Lint. The Mars, shout the Mars out, brand. Shout yes, out so? Aokev. What? <laughs> Get that fucking chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. <laughs> and that was the food portion of it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be uh, right sh- back. Sh- <laughs> sh- shout out Bobby I, with the lemon head. Yeah, yeah. I think. Somebody, it was funny because you talk about eleven heads. Somebody was saying <laughs> there was this a joke. Well. There was a joke. I was I was watching. Uh, it was uh, Nick Cade a while and they were saying that John Lennon looks like no, not John. Uh, John Legend, excuse me. John Legend. <laughs> John Lennon's oh. head. Yeah, is no, 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 no. John Legend no. looks like the face that you see on eleven head box. Oh. <laughs> and on that note, we're gonna take a break. <laughs> And we're back. This is the Hair of the Blog podcast at Hair of the Blog on all social media. This is at Kevin K. Diddy with at R. Hanson 817, Bobby. And we got Colin. Was it at DJ McRegan? It's you at ColinS23 on Twitter because on Twitter. Uh, I joined years ago like a jackass. We and, got guests. And uh, But on Instagram where I'm much more active, you can find me at DJ McRegan. Uh, you can find all my postings about where I'm going to be at. All that type of stuff on there. Kind of Are you a Giants? Are you a Jets fan? Come to the fucking pregame. Uh, yes. Okay, I'm going to be doing every Giants home game. We have a huge tailgate party. Uh, Section G16, come check us out. I'm going to do a second half of the Jets season two. First game I'm doing, I believe, is a Jets-Pats game. We expect six to 800 people off rip. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good fucking time, man. You know, it's a good time. Good music, good drinks, good people. Uh, you know, just... Fuck, it's fun, man. Plus, you get to come tailgate. You're gonna worry about cleaning up. You gotta worry about fucking cooking shit. You're gonna worry about going to the market. You literally just show up. Everything's ready for you. You just fucking come, party, go into the game, or just hang out with us, man. We got game on TVs, and it's it's a good nice. time. Nice. And we got Air Cordelione, motherfucker, <laughs> Joey Nix, fucking Philip Rivers, fucking Mike Williams, fucking Keenan Allen. What you got on that? So, yeah, you can find me there, Joey Nix 53 Pretty simple. I'm not going to go into the whole spiel. Bolt but, Beat. Bolt, yeah, BoltBeat.com. Hey, guys, I'm here. He said, hey, guys, I'm here. <laughs> you want a, here's the thing. You want a good read on fantasy, on rankings, and on West Coast teams? Find Air Joey Nix. Thank you. The, of course. You, you, you had a question. You said you asked me like when we, when we weren't recording about... Uh, the Anchor app specifically. Sure. Like, uh, I felt yeah. like, yeah, you, what, what did you want to ask? Oh, no. So, basically, like, I was actually... Sorry. No worries. Uh, I basically was uh, thinking about doing a... Um, like, kind of like a two-minute update type ordeal on um, players in terms of fantasy-wise. Just, like, updates and stuff in terms of free agents, pickups, ad drops, tolling type of deal. So, I kind of was just curious as to how it worked, how the whole situation worked. Okay, as far as I know, with the Anchor app right now, 
Um, what I've learned is is that you just record, and then once you're done recording, you can upload it to multiple platforms. The Anchor app has its own podcast platform that you can upload it to. Okay, that's number one. And then number two is that as soon as it's uploaded, it will ask you the like the app anchor.fm will be like, hey, do you want to broadcast to these platforms as well? Do you want to publish it to these places as well? And and nine times out of ten, you'll get an email from Anchor being like, hey, your your podcast is now available on Spotify. It's now available on iTunes. It's now available on this. So all you have to do is record, save it, and publish it, and you're good. Okay. And and there's no there's no length. There's no like it has to be like this you know two minutes long, three minutes long. It can be thirty seconds. You can be like, hey, by the way, uh, Pat's gonna win tonight, or hey, by the way, Chargers are gonna win by thirty. It's Joey Nick's. See you later. Bye. And that could even be that could essentially just be the podcast. So that is instantaneously the posts right to the. Right. Oh wow. Yeah. So I mean, it's 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 very cool. It's very like, I've obviously we've been using it. We've been enjoying it. So it's mm-hmm. been it's been good. Do they support uh, music uh, mixes like a, like a mix cloud, for example? Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't see why not. You just have to upload it. You just have to upload it to no, no like. No copyright issues or anything like that. With Anchor, there Fine. isn't. As soon as Anchor, as soon like that's the thing with music. It's very tricky, but like Anchor also does stuff with Spotify and Apple Music. So, okay. with that being said, it's... I so, with that being dry, said, it's, um... I've, I've done stuff where, like, like we, we talked about this off the air, is that when you listen to our podcast <clears throat> on a different platform other than Anchor, right. you don't hear music. And we reference music on, on the podcast, on the show... And what ends up happening is, is that if you listen to our podcast, not on Anchor, uh-huh. you'll just hear like stock music, a little chicka chicka break. That's what you hear. But if you listen to it on the Anchor apps specifically, mm-hmm. you will hear all that plus music, like maybe like 30 seconds of it. And then it will ask you if you want to download the song on Spotify or whatever like that or on Apple Music, blah, blah, blah. So like, you know, just kind of. And usually I pick music that's relevant to the topics at hand that we're talking about. Sure. So So that kinda so you just basically have like almost it's like Twitter, you have a handle. Yeah. That you could just search on uh, Anchor. Yeah. Okay. So I mean it's just absolutely. So like to hear the full thing, go on Anchor. Yeah. If if you choose not to listen to an anchor, that's fine. We we want people to listen to this one way, shape, or form, so you can listen to it on any podcast hearing platform, Overcast, iTunes, Spotify, but Anchor is where you hear the entire podcast. Mm-hmm. That's 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 the thing that I think people, you know, may may or may not understand. What other, yeah. what other platform do you use? Um, we record it on Anchor, okay. but it's available on iTunes, okay. it's available on Spotify, sure. which you, nine times out of ten, people have one or the other or both. Right. Um, Overcast is another uh, platform. It's on, dude. It's it's on a lot. Uh, Google, I think Google Plus. Yeah. It's yep. a, it's available on. Well, it's, I, I, shout I, out I all those right. green messages out there. 
Yeah, iTunes. Well, iTunes. I, I said, but like Google oh, okay. Plus. Okay. But like, yeah. So it's available on a lot of podcast streaming platforms. Got you. So that that that's all. But just we getting get, we getting into some serious. Getting getting back. I mean, I, I guess maybe. I mean, I guess maybe depending on how serious you wanna you wanna go. Uh, we were we were trying to get we, you know we're having a lot of we fun got here. Get, we got guest stars. So. We got guests, so we you know we, yeah. we want to give them some shine. But sure, you know we we want to talk about this music. Sure, that is definitely. We want to talk. We wanted to talk about. We're trying to like segue into in this sure. segue into this Eminem like this Eminem MGK beef, beef that's right? going on right now. And personally. Should- I think the beef is over Absolutely. after what's happened. Why? But why, why do you say? But why do you say I mean, I don't know. Let's let's. All right, you know, Colin, you're the music guy, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna hand it off to you, and just you give me your 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 opinion and I guess what's what's gone on thus far between MGK and Eminem. Okay, so my two cents. Sure. Eminem has been somebody who is in the upper echelons of what we consider music entertainment, the Jay-Z realm, the, as much as I'm not a fan of her, Beyonce realm, the... Queen Bee. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> the, the it, for lack of a better term, the untouchables, as far as sure, music okay. royalty goes. Right. So... They're those kind of people where they literally can't step outside without getting mobbed. Okay. And even and I feel like there there's a very thin line between those people and even like the Chris Browns of the world, who, while he may be mobbed to a certain extent, could probably still go down to the local bodega on the corner and maybe get a chopped cheese if he needs to. But, you know, Beyonce, Jay-Z, they can't walk 10 feet outside without security around them. Eminem, same thing. Sure. So, my point being is that this guy has been in some semblance of a superstar bubble. Okay. In his Detroit compound, or wherever the fuck he lives now, for a long, long time. Okay. It's It's been a really long time since we've gotten the Marshall Mathers LP, the Eminem show. It's been a really long time since we've seen Eminem for who he really is. Recovery, revival, all that. You think I'm causing that for him? I'm getting there. Okay. okay. Recovery, revival, all that garbage Mm -hmm. wasn't the Eminem that we grew to know and love. I'm 27 going on 28. I grew up, Eminem was my middle school he was my high school and, and I, I'm Puerto like Rican but I look like a white guy if you ever fucking meet me so I was literally like that white kid in a sea of right. mostly black people of sure. friends growing up because sure. I just gravitated towards hip hop and all that growing up so I really had like an affinity for Eminem because he was kind of breaking down that barrier of like making it acceptable for like white dudes to be Got cool you. and yeah. hip hop whatever so I it really broke my heart sure. to see M just kind of drop off and kind of fall into this like mailing it in, making a pop record with Rihanna, with Pink, with Ed Sheeran kind of bullshit. And then when he came out with Kamikaze, I felt like for the first time in a long time, I was like, holy shit, <coughs> that's M. But yeah. problem being, to be honest, it sounded like it was a really hungry M. Really hungry M. Like, Marshall Mathers LP Eminem. And now, mind you, this is the same guy who 
for all intents and purposes, figure what? Solid 80 to 85% of people would put him in your top sure. five dead or alive. Yeah, right. To me, somebody who's that kind of rap royalty shouldn't feel that kind of pressure. He should be able to sit on that reputation, deliver, don't be wrong, deliver, don't mail it in, but he shouldn't feel the need to go double time, four times. But on, in f- fairness, uh, f- though. Four time yeah, rhythm on a beat. In and then fairness, slow it down to a half beat and then try to catch a rhythm, but then he would be off because he would catch a third bar instead of a fourth, and then he would switch to a 1 3 rhyme pattern, which just wouldn't sit well on a 4 8 beat or a 6 8 beat anyway. But then he would pick it back up, and then, and then you get these people who would essentially excuse him for any fault that may have been in that album, which there were a few. Lyrically sure. speaking, there were more than a few. And. They just want to give him a pass because he's the GOAT, because he's Eminem, because of... Because it, I, I feel like there's more people who wanted to give him a pass because it was the first decent album out of him in years, and because of his repertoire, more than for the actual content that was in that album. Yes, me, as much as it pains me to say, he's lost it. He's lost it, and he is trying hard to find it. And this is the closest that he's come in years. I still don't think he's found it. And then when it comes to the whole MGK thing, Machine Gun Kelly is what Eminem was on the Slim Shady LP. Machine Machine Gun Kelly is what Eminem was on the Eminem show. Essentially, MGK is what Eminem was. He was that young, hungry, uh, underprivileged white guy who tried to come up in in, in, in an environment where... He typically wasn't okay. the majority for a change and then had his whole upbringing probably put on its head, you know, and he was and he was for the first time in his life a minority and he struggled through that and then really found a way to have to persevere through that. I mean, not for nothing. You look at a lot of these mumble rappers now, blacks, Latinos, whatever, mm-hmm. six nine, prime example. Yeah. Fucking guys, Mexican and Puerto Rican. But also, <laughs> and not for nothing, shout out to 6ix9ine. Kids killing it this year. But point being is that uh, you can't, you okay, can't, bro, bro, you put gummo on after a few drinks in a club. I don't care who you are, bro. It's slapping. But don't be wrong. Would I listen to him casually? No. Except for that new song, that new Spanish record that he came out with. That shit is fucking fire. But that's neither here nor there. Back to my point. A lot of these, mumble, a lot of these mumble rappers get by on their appearance. They get by on. For like what the, appearance though? Skinny jeans and fucking quaaludes? Yeah, that for um, unfortunately for that next generation coming up, that's the quote unquote. And you know what? Cool is the, is the older generation? That shit sucks. I'm so sorry. Like I, it's, it's it pains me to have to fucking play some of these mumble rap records when I play out and this and that. I don't enjoy it. Sure. But don't be wrong. In a club environment, in a partying environment, that shit knocks. Well, like but, that's the thing. Here's the thing to me. Little Zan is like a little fucking Zan, like. Really? But he does have a new record with Kanye that's actually really good. Don't care. Lil <laughs> Xan, or are you talking about Lil uh, Pump? You're talking about Lil Pump. You know, yeah. There's too many Lil's I like now. the fuck. I don't know. You're like, yeah, I like the fuck. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, no, whatever that song. Yeah, that song's dope. With the, like, that, like that, song, the that song suits, actually knocks the way more suit? than I wanted yeah, to Yeah, from yeah. that, that was all at, at the uh, Pornhub Awards. Mm-hmm. Which oh, was like, oh, cra- oh. yeah, Kanye, oh. Kanye's... Kanye's Dabbling in everything. Bro, Kanye's rebrand is real. He was just he was just seen eating chicken and waffles back in the hood in Chicago. He is trying to he's trying hard to get back. You With yeah, sure. Okay. 
so so we're talking about Eminem. We're talking about Eminem. Yeah. Today. And you know it's it's football Sunday. Here's we got the, the giant. We got the Giants on right now. They're losing to the to the Cowboys. Ten nothing. Ten, ten nothing. But it's the first quarter, so it's okay. It's okay. He's a fucking racist. <laughs> so you know we're just trying to you know we're, we're having a good time. We're, we're, you know everybody's cooling out. We're, we're chilling. So that's Colin's opinion on Eminem, and and just I guess. The MGK beef and everything like that. I mean, don't be wrong. Eminem is literally, to me, top five dead or alive. He's a, he's a fucking great. Sure. He's super I... talented. And, and the, the certain records that he came out with in certain pertinent times, the one that jumps out to me just off the top of my head, White America, post 9 Sure, sure. You know, when Eminem's show came out. And it was a very tumultuous time where... We were arguably the most united as a country that we've been maybe ever, but also yet still so subdivided against a Middle Eastern culture and how he kind of found a way to highlight that in a really artistic and, and, and intrinsic way that most wouldn't be able to. And, right. uh, and and the thing is, he, he already had the audience. He sort of broke down the barrier based on being a white guy. To where he had the respect of the black and Latino. Well, he gets his respect to... That's the thing. He has the respect of the black and Latino audience, and he already has the ears of the white people because that's their easy meal to get into the hip-hop world. And then, you know, it's it's kind of... He used that platform for the better, thank God. And I just feel like, I don't know, like he's... Like, for as a prime example, you know... He, he, the, the, Machine Gun Kelly's arguably the first real lyricist that he's come at. I mean, think about it. Who has he really beefed before? Carson Daly, Christina Aguilera, Britney Spears, Benzino, and Ja Rule are arguably the best two lyricists you can come up with. And not for nothing, Ja Rule had more hit records with Ashanti than even on his own. Benzino, nobody knows him if you don't really know mixtapes or if you're not from the tri-state area. In like, fairness, though... Uh, ja Rule ended up just fucking being Rule after Eminem had his way with him. Well, Eminem started and 50 Cent finished him. But sure, yeah. regardless, I mean, Ja Rule was, especially after what happened with 50 Cent and him, but even prior to that, ja, ja Rule wasn't shit. Murder Inc. fell off because of how hard Ja Rule fell. And that was all due to that. Him. Was all, that was him, though. But, Right, that's what I'm saying. That was all stemmed the fact of him beefing with him. Yes, sure. I, I don't disagree with that. But Ja Rule can't hold a goddamn lyrical candle to Eminem. Sure. Benzino could barely speak English well enough to fucking well, beef with Eminem. Though, if or if, Spanish, if, though. Okay, let me ask. Benz, Benzino also got T-Rex arms. <laughs> just, so, just so you know. So, so what you're telling me is Benzino can't put a fucking fitted sheet on I'm just saying, he Benzino don't like push-ups. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Benzino loves back day. Yeah, you know, like just we're you 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 stated your opinion. I know. I, I was very. Really I, no, no, and I, no, and I appreciate Colin, it. That's because, why we have you on because here because you're because you because you're a music guy, and we're gonna football next. <laughs> <laughs> and no, 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 we're, we're gonna talk about football, but sure. I'm like. But we're. I'm gonna. We still I'm gonna have... give you the. I want to give you the other side of the coin. Okay, okay. After. After we're gonna take a break. Sure. All right. The 
This is the at Hair of the Blog podcast. At Hair of the Blog on all social media. This is at Kevin K. Diddy with at R. Hans 817 Bobby. We got mm-hmm. at Air Joey Nicks 53. And and Colin's gotta have two different, <laughs> two, yeah, two different handles on a, all these different platforms. So like Woo! I know it's at DJ McRegan on Twitter and no, it's, at, it's at DJ McRegan on Instagram. Oh on Instagram and at, at Colin F23 on Twitter. Okay. I gotta all be right. obnoxious. Alright. So, right, so I had to Alright, so I had to, you know, like he spoke his piece about Eminem. Sure. Respect it. Okay. And He's talking about he hasn't had a good album. When's the when's the last good Eminem album? Eminem you, show. Recovery? No. No. Eminem show? You didn't like Recovery? Recovery was garbage. Oh, for the love of fuck. Okay. For Eminem here's, here's here's the thing. <laughs> uh, taking Kamikaze out of it because that's the one that just came out. Here's the thing. And to be honest, I think Jordan Lucas saved Kamikaze. If you ask me. I respect Recovery. I respect. it. I mean, maybe the thought process behind it, because it's him, you know, not being all, you know, doped up. Right. I don't. <laughs> I, I'm like, I don't. If, I don't knock him for the message. But yeah. The product wasn't nearly. I mean, here's quality. here's the problem though with with certain you know musicians and artists, especially rappers. Like the muse is the drugs, the weed, yeah. the the sip. You know what I mean? The the pills. You, the, it, yeah. you know what I mean? Like that's their muse. Lil Wayne was in jail for three years and he came out and like but great, Lil Wayne, like you could tell like when Lil Wayne drugged up Lil Wayne and he was like, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and he's all like, like, yo, what's, what's going on with this guy? He's like having like a seizure, you know. But like, <laughs> but then you hear like sober Lil Wayne, like when he was like in jail and he was on his way Fire out. Man, he was so like, just like, I'm the, 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 like I think like a Millie, like I think like Millie and like that album, like uh, Carter, Carter Three, three yeah. Carter Three. He was like, like I'm a like I'm a young millionaire on Nigeria and hair. Like he was just like he was on like that shit. Bro, Carter yeah. Carter Three was one of the best. Carter albums. Three was yeah, he was sober. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. he was sober yeah. for that. That's why I was like, eh. shit. and so this guy. Don't, don't be wrong. Now, now I was so dedication three, the mixtape, way better than Carter Three. So you're on that mixtape tip, and no no disrespect. I'm just like whatever, like whatever's on Spotify right then and that, right then and there. I listen to <laughs> that DJ people, drama mix. You know, up, like yeah, great. you know, but but um, your your take on Eminem, you know, album, the, his best album wasn't since what Eminem show. Uh, was personally, that was his last great album to me. I honestly thought Marshall Mathers LP two was pretty good. Oh, of course, the double, the, the I think that was double. See, this thing. You don't buy CDs anymore. You just download them off of, like, Apple or, like, Spotify. So, for me, like, I have Spotify, Spotify Premium. Let me tell you something about Spotify Premium. If people don't have Spotify Premium, you're losing. Okay? I used to have Pandora. Uh, No, no, no. But it's it's a dated thing. But here's the thing. Back in the day, Pandora was the thing to have because, you know what? You paid... Five bucks. Well, you can get the free version of it. Paid for Pandora? No, no, no. You get the free version of Pandora, okay? And you get a commercial. You know, commercials, blah blah blah. You don't get like the full library. Then you did the Pandora Premium, which was five bucks, but you got the full library. Now, granted, it was still randomized, 
So you could put the artist and the song that you like, and then at some point you will hear that. Now they try to mix in other things that sound like it. Try to open your broaden your horizons. Right. Correct. Spotify comes along. Okay. Mm-hmm. Blows Kills all that game. shit all sure. out of the water. They, they just say fuck your couch like Dave Chappelle. Yo, yeah. they oh. yo they went. I'm a maniac on your couch. <laughs> like they were like that shit. Okay. Game blows. So <laughs> so they did that. And then, so, like, I'm, like, trying to ex- explain to people, like, you know, Spotify and Pandora and, like, Spotify, yo, Spotify Premium, it's now $10. Yeah. Y- you can, uh, you know, if you want to get free Spotify and listen to commercials and not listen to the full catalog of music that's available, be my guest. I get it. Everybody's, everybody, you know, everybody's different, in a different... Different for different things. Different walk of life. Mm-hmm. But if you can... Spare the $10? That's that's all I'm saying. Now, okay, so going back to that. So, Spotify, listen, Spotify Premium is a great platform. Right. And if nobody, and if you don't have it, sure. if you have, like, there, there's equivalents. Apple like, music Apple Music is good. Me. I have both. Right. I love them both. It's a paid service music platform that everybody should have. I like right. Spotify Premium myself, personally. Also, especially considering the fact that iTunes Music Store actually selling songs is disbanding, I believe, at the end of 2018. So, like, Apple Music is going to be the only way to listen to music on an Apple platform. Interesting. I didn't know. Yeah. But, you know, and then, like, and then if you want to listen to, like, Jay-Z, you got to go to, like, fucking Tidal. Well, Tidal's garbage. So, going back to Eminem, okay? You're saying that his... Yeah. You're you're saying, you know, his last good album was the Eminem show. And I say, okay, that was good. Marshall Mathers LP2 is really, really good. In my opinion. Remind me, what were the big tracks on Marshall Mathers LP2? Um, I I would have to look them up. But, I mean, honestly, uh, Rap God. Rap God was on that album. I'll put it to you this. Rap God, lyrically, amazing. Would I go back and bump it on a regular? No. I'll tell you what. If you need some treadmill shit when you're at the gym and you're like, yo, I got one last song. I got to like bust out a couple of like, you know, like while I'm on the treadmill, Rap God is the song. That song's like eight minutes long and you're like, all right, it's almost done. And then he's like, nope. And he keeps like rapping. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, no, 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 I can also argue that that hype man fucking mumble rap bullshit, the Takashi 69 bullshit now fucking gets you through a fucking treadmill set too. I'm sure it does. But... Because because not because not because not for I'm nothing sure like so no, I'm, sure. I'm sorry. Just, oh shit! Just like a the order. Oh, I'm sure it does. I'm sure it does. No, because my point being is that when you're working out, and as somebody who lives in a gym myself, you you're not necessarily listening for lyrical content. You're not listening for the hottest 16. You're listening for a good beat and a good flow that's gonna fucking get you through to help I get you it. Through. I know people that work, you know, so like, to me, you that's get a weak the, argument. Nah, well, here's the thing. I'm just using, I'm, that's like one part of it. But what I'm saying is, is that with like, music, like, you got these like, you, you got these me heads at the gym that they're listening just like, 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 that like, like, that white guy heavy metal. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like I'm, not, like, I'm just saying like that, like, hardcore, I like, feel like, I need to go to church after I you hear know, it. Yeah, yeah, you gotta go, you know, you gotta go give a hug to your mom after like, <laughs> like, listen to that shit. You know what I mean? Like, so you have like, that hardcore, like, 
you know, like, I'm trying to think of, like, some good bands that, like, like the Slipknots. Five, five and Finger the fucking, Death Punch. You know, like, and, you know, like, like, remember Ace Ventura when he goes to the, like, the nightclub? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, <laughs> and, like, he's just, like, he's doing, like, that little shimmy dance oh, in the God, club. Great scene, yeah, like, and then he gets, like, caught in, like, the, the mosh pit or whatever like that. So, like, yes. You can listen to Takashi 69 probably while you're at the gym. But what I'm saying is, is that Eminem, I thought that that Marshall Mathers LP2 was really, really good. Just from, from beginning to end. And it felt like old Eminem to me. Now, mm. I didn't like... Listen, I wasn't crazy about Recovery. I wasn't crazy about Revival. Besides the singles that came out. Even those, I felt like were weak. They were very, very popular. Here's the they thing. Were very geared towards a certain he, market that was never his market before. Here's the thing. He addressed those. You're right. He addressed those on Kamikaze. Now, yeah. Kamikaze, I felt like, in the name itself, he's just like nose diving into fucking everything. Okay? And with that being said, just. And then he's, you know, he's got to call people out. He's got to call like he sees it. Eminem does that. He doesn't just sit there and just like. You know, he's not kumbaya. Like, he's going to be like, yo, I'm going to fucking call people out on their shit. To a degree. And, and you know, maybe they're going to get mad at me. Maybe they're going to say anything. Let them say something, because then I'm going to come back and say something more about I, it. I tell you what. You know? I'm still waiting for him to come with a full-on diss for somebody who can actually hang with him. I'm still waiting for him to fully throw a full 32 at a Joe Bud. I'm still waiting for him to come with a full 32 for somebody who's really lyrical. Now, granted, Crooked Eye, Royce, they're on his team, so he's probably not going to go against them. But somebody in their caliber, a Joel Ortiz, who's kind of on the outskirts despite the fact that he was part of Slaughterhouse. I mean, not for nothing. You have two acts that I can think of off the top of my head, one a group, one a single, that were were both signed to Shady Records, that... We're both projected to do great fucking things and then just disappear. Slaughterhouse being the first one. Joella Tease, Crooked Eye, Royce the 5'9, Joe Button. They were supposed to do fucking great things. And then what did M do for them? Not for nothing. Granted, he's always been known as not the greatest marketing guy. He's really into the art, this and that. Yeah. But it's called Shady Records for a reason. Your face is on it for a reason. That Detroit tattoo you have on your shoulder is the label emblem for a reason. Yeah. So, you need to do more than just go on one interview and say, oh, I just signed this group called Slaughterhouse. They're going to come out with great things. And then not for nothing, if you listen to the Joe Budden podcast the past couple weeks, he's really kind of been delving into the, a lot of the inner workings and the behind-the-scenes shit. Sure. You really kind of just signed him and then said, all right, sink or swim. Which, not for nothing, none of those guys needed that. They, they didn't need the attachment to a Shady Records at that point in their career. It was going to be a passion project for them for four amazing lyricists no, no, no. to come together and do a, a potentially amazing things. And unfortunately, they weren't given the backing by the label, which, say what you want, I wasn't in those meeting rooms. I don't know whether I of course, off of course. them or not. But quite frankly, I feel like Shady Records probably dropped the ball on him. Slaughterhouse was one of those things. It was like the, the, the T. Wayne record series or the, the Backlight Cook Crack, Joel Santana, and Lil yeah. Wayne record series that everybody was waiting for for so long and never actually happened Yeah, because of label politics and whatever. Sure. Slaughterhouse is one of those groups for me. It's like a real hip-hop head. Like, 
Joel Ortiz, Puerto Rican guy from the Bronx, like, not the second coming of Big Pun, but a great lyricist in his own right, you know, and, like, somebody who I always look forward to every new release of his, and combining with a Jersey guy, Joe Budden, Crooked Eye, one of the best lyricists of this generation, who's very slept on, Royce the 5'9", one of the best out of Detroit to ever do it, you know, like, and the four of those great minds to come together, and to see a whole bunch of nothing other than, like you said, unless you're into the mixtape game, you didn't really hear most of their shit. You know, and, and it was a shame because when, because from their mixtapes, and even, I'm not even talking about their individual projects, from their mixtapes as Slaughterhouse to their fully marketed, pushed, published project that reached the masses in your targets, in your Best Buys, in your Walmarts, whatever, it didn't even resemble what Slaughterhouse was. And then another act that I could even think of on top of my head is that that is another white guy named Yellow Wolf, who had who was blowing up on mixtapes. Yeah. Had one or two hit singles. Yeah. And the next thing you know, all these publications are starting to call him the next coming of. He them. did. He did that joint with uh, what you call um, Kid Rock. Yeah. He did the yeah yeah, yeah. Kid Rock joint. Yeah, he yeah. brought Kid Rock back to the hip hop side, and Yellow Wolf was he was starting to get so much acclaim because he was signing Shady Records the natural and because he was a white guy the natural comparison of you know the next coming of Eminem and blah 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 and, and next thing you know more and more blogs and websites sort of going with the Eminem comparisons the this and that the new Shady the new this next thing you know you don't hear dick wow you, you, you don't hear dick about Yellow Wolf uh, I'm gonna you, you, you don't hear anything I hear I hear everything that you're saying I'm just saying I wouldn't be surprised if Eminem, for as much as he downplays his, and, and as other people say about him, not even as much himself, his marketing savvy and business sense, so much as his love for the art. I don't doubt his love for the art. I don't doubt his love for the game. Hell, everybody knows Redman is one of his, literally his favorite artists in life. Oh, right? I got a funny story for you about that. Oh, I, but. <laughs> I, I, I mean, it is funny because Redman, Jersey local, Jersey native. I mean, sure, my, Red my, Bank. Right, right. And it's like, you know, like if you're familiar with Jersey at all, my first job ever was at Bowcraft. And I'll never forget, I was 14 years old working at Bowcraft, and Redman came in with all of his kids. And I mean, all of his kids. And guy couldn't have been nicer stop for pictures like never turned a single person away dude was literally the most generous guy in the world he's literally somebody who i think hip-hop should have built up more him and method man because they were great people but that's a whole other diatribe for another day yeah but point being is that for somebody at the stature of eminem to say that one of their favorite artists is red man who lyrically is far far vastly underrated even within Wu-Tang Clan I think he's far vastly underrated like that shows you talking about Redman? yeah Redman's that, not part of Wu-Tang Clan Redman's not part of Wu-Tang Clan? no since when? Uh, since since Method Man Redman since when they're not part of Wu-Tang Clan listen Method Man is a part of this is a funny let's, conversation let's, let's this is a funny this. this is a funny conversation Method Man uh, Method Man is a part is a member of the Wu-Tang Clan Redman okay, is not. I and listen, that is a common thought amongst a lot of people. People like, oh, I thought Redman was. It's like he's actually not. He chills with Method Man a lot. Like oh, you Red? see them in videos. Sure, yeah. Whatever. Shall we? Ayo Kev is absolutely correct. I just went ahead and Googled 
it. Oh my God. Thomas. You don't have to Google it. Don't tell you. I'm like, I'm, I'm right here. Well, well here's the thing. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> I was just double checking resources because I'm not that big of a music guy, but check the. He's AM. not. Redman, uh, oh, that's a very no. big misconception about Redman. Well, there's he an article not... here from 2010. Redman, quote, I'm officially a Wu Tang member, unquote. What, in 2010? Yeah. So eight years ago? So now he became a member, but he never was a member. And that's, and what, what, what is, what article is that from? You know it's I mean? from XXL, Rap Okay, Basement. that's fine. So maybe he signed on Wu-Tang later, but he didn't start off oh, okay. Here's as a Wu-Tang. I'm, I'm sorry. He's, he's, I just, I just he cut, was, he was on Def Jam. He was like, I think on Island Def Jam I, I just originally. The, I, I just cut them a link. I'm sorry. Okay. The quote is, I am a Wu-Tang member and Method Man, he been a Def Squad member way before I was a Wu member, adding, I was like a Wu, I was like a Wu member, but I wasn't official. But Eric Sermon made Method Def Squad member back in the day. I became a Wu member about five years ago. I'm the 11th member of Wu. This was posted on November 19, 2010. So, in, yeah, great. So I mean, I, you you and I have a little bit of an age difference. So I guess in theory we're both right. I'll, I'll take an L. But I like that. Like, I, like like, I like the way he's like. He's like, we're like both right. It's like, don't get me wrong. I mean, he he wasn't thirty six chambers, but no, he was in thirty six chamber Wu Tang Forever or like all the other solo projects that everybody was in. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. No, no, no. I'm like, I'm just. But here's the thing. I don't knock you for like thinking that because a lot of people think that. A lot of people think Redman was a member of the Wu-Tang Clan. He was not. Really? Here's the thing. Me, gonna, me, me and Bobby, Bobby talked about been? this. Me and Bobby <laughs> talked about this. Here's the thing. I actually had this in my iPad notes like sure. to bring that up. And this was before we even hung out. That's hysterical. Right. Yeah, and it was just like, this was like something we were going to bring up. And I was like, no one go is, ahead. I, I, if not being a big music guy, I would have thought, if you said Redman, I would have uh, Redman. I would have thought Wu-Tang Clan. Here's the thing. He has one of those names because because sure. here's the thing. Here's well, the, man here's the great, yeah, here's the great like way to like remember. It's like your ABCs and one, two, three. It's like, now I know my ABCs. <laughs> it's like, think of the Method Man song on the Wu-Tang Clan and their Thirty Six Chambers. When you think sure. of the beginning, it's like, it's like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? He's like, yeah, it's like, he's like, oh, you know, it's like you got, you know, like uh, the RZA. The Jizza, old dirty bastard. bastard. You know, uh, I'm trying to think. Inspect the deck, you god. You know, like he, they, they list everybody. Like I'm, I'm like drawing a blank right now. And then Method Man is the last name in that list. That's like the, that's like the hip hop ABCs. Yeah. Right there. You know what I mean? So it's just like, and then Method Man is like M E T H O D man. And then that's that's like how the song starts. He introduces the entire Wu Tang Clan. And then he introduces himself, and then Method Man song, you know, plays Proceeds. on, blah, blah, blah. Proceeds. The, one of the greatest albums ever. And then, and then what happens is, is that, like, as Wu-Tang Clan progresses as a group, you know, like, other people have, like, kind of stepped in and been, like, unofficial members, like the Capadonnas, sure. yeah. you know what I mean, that come in, wherever, like, they're, like, the unofficial members of it, even though they're part of, And then, like, it has all these other, like, little, like, uh, dissects of the Wu-Tang Clan, like the Killer Armies and all these other guys. Yeah, but they don't even... So, you know, so, like, we were talking about Eminem, and now we're talking about Wu-Tang Clan. I Both legends in their own right. Legends in their own right. And I'm going to test this anchor app as far as I can. So we're, we're like, 20 minutes right now, and I'm going to state my, my claim on Eminem. Eminem and MGK. Okay, last great Eminem album that I thought he had was Marsh Mathers LP two. Sure, I thought that was a really good album. Now I like Kamikaze. 
Okay. I'm not including okay. Kamikaze in the, in, in the conversation. Yeah. The I'm not including Kamikaze. That's like that's enough. like that's like old that's like old angry Eminem stepping out, you know, coming out and be like, I think y'all forgot about me, and I think y'all forgot how I can like attack, and I feel like that's what that was. Okay, so now with with that being said, and then you know MGK came out with his diss record, right? He's digging a grave and he's sure, rapping, yeah, yeah. blah blah blah. Which, if you ask me, was better than both records Eminem came out with. No, I like that. Okay, all right, here's the thing. Wow. That's your opinion on it. I think in terms of a musical track, in terms of a musical track ready to be bought in a store or ready to be downloaded on, on like, iTunes or whatever like that, 100%. From Soup to Nuts, composed as a disc record, great beat. Lyrics pretty solid. Gotcha. Sure. The Eminem lyrics in Killshot, Lyrically, yeah, Kill bro. Kill Lyrically, like you're shaking your head at me. Lyrically, even before Killshot came out, and I don't. Here's the thing: I've been reading stuff about like the breakdown. Next, you're gonna the tell lyrics. me the Sway interview was good. The Sway interview was like okay. I first off, I don't even know how long it was because I only see I only see in increments. Yeah, yeah, I only see increments of it on online. But here's the thing. And we can agree to disagree. And I actually enjoy this. Because a lot of times, when me and Bobby at our hands at A17 talk, sure. we, we're, we're very much on the same page. So I appreciate, like, a different opinion on right. certain things. Not that we don't. But a lot oh, of times we, we feel we kind of have, like, the sure, same, like, yeah. views on things and stuff like that. The MM, even before, like, MGK called M out in, uh, you know, whatever, like, Rap in, Devil. Rap Devil, yeah, yeah. And then they're like, what's going to happen? What's M? How's sure. M going to... And everybody's like, bro, bro like, you fucked that up. Like, why are you yeah. going to call, why are you gonna call yeah, him out? Of and everybody... And then, like, did you see the video that Eminem posted before he did Killshot? And he's sitting there playing Pac-Man? I didn't. Okay. There's a video of Eminem. You can look it up online. Mm. He's sitting there playing Pac-Man. Old school Pac-Man at the arcade. Sure. Sitting there with a hoodie on and, like, people are like, what the fuck as, is he as, doing? As he does. And, like, he's playing Pac-Man, and he, like, looks over at the camera, does, like, a side-eye, and, like, that's the, that's the video. It's, like, probably, like, a 30-second video. So one of those weird cryptic things that Eminem would do. MGK has a Pac-Man tattoo right here. Across sure. his collarbone. Okay. Yes. And that's, that was, like, the, okay, like, we're, we're, like, I'm coming for you. Okay? Uh, okay, I didn't know that. Okay. Kill Shot is the name of a movie. Where, like, the main character, his name is Coulson, gets killed off by, like, another main character. MGK's real name's Coulson. Yes, that, that much I knew. That do. you knew. Yes. Kill shot, he's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make you Swayze, blah, 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 September 14th. That's when Patrick Swayze died. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, he started, like, literally going, like, lyric for he, lyric. To, if you but, break but you everything down. But you know what's funny is that, to me, he took his best attempt at the Drake versus Meek Mill route. Remember when Drake came out with Back to Back? The sure. Co the cover art was when the, uh, I believe it was the Montreal Expos at the time in 1992, won the World sure. Series yeah, yeah, yeah. against the Philadelphia Phillies on that exact day when he dropped Back to Back and he just went off. And every, literally every line, <laughs> you could double and triple analyze. And sure. And a bunch of different meanings. Don't be wrong. I'm not saying M's, this is, M's response was bad. But for an M response, I feel like Killshot honestly was fucking weak. And because you know what it is? You know what it is? Eminem, and I, and I believe Bobby and I spoke about this prior to recording. Eminem had, had been quoted as saying 
that I don't want to completely kill people because I want to give them a chance to come back. The old m M&M that we fell in love with back in the Marshmallows LP one days, back in the Eminem show days, back in the, the rabbit fucking eight mile days when it was real fucking life, he never gave a fuck. He would fucking go after you. He would murder you. And if you somehow were hobbling on a leg after he was done with you, then okay, try to come back at me. See what he, you can do. He also had bleach blonde, bleach blonde hair and was hopped up on pills. It's a different guy right now. But it's but he's it's, older, but, but, and he's but, even said that in, but, in yeah. the lyrics, like, "Yo, I don't want to be the twenty-year-old Eminem anymore. Sure. I like being fucking, right? You know, forty-year-old M. And that's you all well and good. Paraphrase. And that's but, all well and good. Live his life. Yeah. You know, he's one of my favorite rappers of all time. Yeah. So I say this with all due respect. Yeah. I'm saying, enough for nothing. Two part. A, still a young man's game that he acknowledges himself. Not bow out gracefully, but. Also acknowledge a new generation coming up, especially a kid who has been quoted many times as saying that he was his number one artist that he looked up to, that like he valued as like his muse, if you will. Two, like you said, he was blonde and hopped up on pills. The best music that you can think of has always been fueled by some sort of drugs. As, as, much, as much as it sucks to say. Stevie, yeah. Stevie and Muse. Ray back in the day hopped up on that's coke. their muse Jimi Hendrix weed and god knows what sure. else sure. Eminem god knows what fucking Bruno Mars it, it was known came out came out in coke and this that and the third fucking and he's arguably if you ask me one of the greatest musicians of our generation Michael Jackson pedophilia everybody has their own drug gym class you know, heroes but- <laughs> gym class heroes one of my favorite gym class heroes songs is Viva La White Girl and that's just an yeah. ode yes. to cocaine yes what was, that, what, 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 what was that song about the weekend? Fucking. Where, where oh, he, I can't feel my face. Yes. Where he literally won a Nick oh. Choice Award from Nickelodeon, oh, saying, and he went on stage to accept his award, saying, "Wait, you guys realize you gave me an award for a song about cocaine, right?" But that's my point: is that as much as nobody likes to acknowledge it, that's the big eight hundred pound elephant in the room: is that drugs fuel the greatest. Parts of ourselves when it comes to creativity, when it comes to artists. Not when it necessarily, comes to... though. Uh, mm-hmm. Where do you put Newfound Glory? Where do you put Good Charlotte? Where do you put fucking Some Footy One? Where do you put all those those ballads to? Uh, where do you put those ballads to? It was. It's. It's rhythmic, but at the same time, like. Are you saying all those guys were able to do it without yeah. having to have like the muse of like Correct. an alcoholic yeah. cocaine or, or but, like but, or drug addiction? Sure, Is that what you're saying? yeah, like, absolutely. But, but let me ask you this: How do you know that? Because they said that, or just because they were maybe able to keep it hidden better than most? If that's the case, then like, what is really real? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're getting into much more existential conversation. But, correct. But but my point being is that. To me, punk rock was never my thing anyway. So you, sure, you, you, na- you named a bunch of bands that I, to be honest, I don't really fuck with anyway. Sure, that's, that's um, but you know, you want to go into a similar kind of theory, uh, a stained, if you will, a Papa Roach, if you will, sure. trying try to keep it in that same lane. Sure, Limp Bizkit, even if you will, um, all were fueled by some level of well, like, shitty is, situation is that, or Well, here's the thing. At that point in time, or, you could just say Limp Bizkit. Uh, you could say... Um, you could bring Limp Bizkit into this. Limp yeah. Bizkit is Fuck like... Go yeah. for it. Yeah. Limp Bizkit. Well, no. Yo, there's, like, there's a part of me that says you could just... Be- Shout out my girlfriend Valerie just got here. Sure. Hey, girl. 
What's up, girl? Fuck. I feel like I feel like I feel like we're slightly yeah. getting off. How are you? I feel uh, like we're slightly getting off topic. Let's let's. I'm gonna. Go here, for a here's 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 what we're gonna do. Bobby's gonna go for a cigarette. Yeah. He's gonna take a, he's gonna take a breather. Yeah. We were talking about Eminem and MGK, and you know we a lot of great yes. points. I feel like also too because you're a younger you're a younger man than I am. Probably about like, how old are you? Uh, I'll be 28 next month. You'll be 28. Happy birthday. Thanks. I'm 11 years older than you. So for me, I'm, you know what I mean? Like, I can see both sides of to it. Like, there's a part of me that's like, you know what? I heard the MGK diss and I heard the Eminem diss. And there's a part of me that says, MGK one was actually a lot better than the Eminem one. Yeah. In terms of full composition, soup to nuts, beat, lyrics, yes. everything. Like, even like selling power. It's like, that that single will sell more than Killshot. He, he did his research prior to releasing. But I think Killshot, in terms of lyrics, mm. just lyrics, is a better song. And he calls them out in such a way that, like, you go home and, like, you, like, actually, like, dissect the lyrics. But nobody, who's going to go home and dissect it? You Rap go on, nerds you go like on, us. You go, well, well, yeah, <laughs> but I'm like, but you go on Twitter and they're like, yo, M said this. And then they, like, show, like, the side-by-side split screen of, like... He, when he meant this, he was referencing that. And you're like, oh shit, I had no idea. Right. Now, it's also one of those things where it's like, why is everybody, like, not not that everybody's gunning for Eminem, but it's like at the same time, it's like, you know what? We live in a world now where the rappers, especially, you know, for lack of a better term, the white rappers. Yeah. They're all, they're all going after each other now, which is very, very G- interesting. G-Eazy is coming the G- out here. Well, well, apparently M and G-Eazy are on one side and MGK is on the other side. Because MGK and G-Eazy are fucking around with Halsey. And that was Halsey, the thing, MGK Yeah, so I mean, it's like and... that. So like now that's in, in part of it. And it's just like, why is everybody going, going after Eminem? Because Eminem, for the most part, like, whatever you want to say, like, I'm not trying to make it black or white, but Eminem's king of the white rappers. Of course he is. Hands down. Because he's that, the most mainstream out of all these guys, and I like G Easy. I'm okay with that. Um, I'm and I like G Easy, and I and it's not that I don't like MGK, but with MGK, it's like his lyrics, not not his lyrics, his songs. I'm like, bro, I know who he is. I couldn't name you five MGK songs right now. Me neither. But that's also to be said too, is and that's also only because I know because I've done the research on it recently is that he was shine he was shine he was signed to shady 45 at one point and and you know why he got kicked off yeah because he said some nasty shit about Haley when she was mm-hmm. like 15 and he was yep. 18 Eminem blackballed him throughout yep. the fucking entire record industry that's daddy's little girl he made songs about that of shit course, of course on like, daddy's little girl on the Eminem show <laughs> yeah but my point being is that you know he he fuck but he even acknowledged that in his diss record he said yo listen like and that's what I respected about MGK's diss record is that he was like yo listen like I look up to you bro like I still do he was like yo and I made jokes or or a referential whatever to your daughter when yes she was 15 but I was 18 like and that was like 10 years ago like get over it you know, yeah, like, but that's daddy's little girl. Have, I mean, have listen, somebody that, that, listen, that's listen. M, that's the motherfucker who's ready to kill his own mom. But I'm just <laughs> saying, that's, that's daddy's little girl. When you when you got somebody coming in, coming in the spot, being like, "Hey, man, I don't want to bang your daughter." I'm just paraphrasing, but you know, what I mean? regardless yeah. of whatever whatever age level you're at, 
They're like, yo, what the fuck this guy say to me? Of you course. be me? It's like, yeah, that's Of course, it. but my point it's is... It's like dad polishing the shotgun in front of... You know what I mean? Yes, like, but using that analogy, that's like dad who heard it when he just retired from the army, but is now fucked up in a walker, 60, 70 years old, trying to polish a shotgun from his lazy boy all these years later, trying to come at the young fucking whippersnapper saying, oh, I remember back in the day, you were talking all this shit about my daughter, da da Why not address it then, bro? It, it was this kid who you had signed to your label, this kid, if you had that big of a problem with it, but because, granted, M was going through his own shit that long ago, I get it. But okay. if you were that bothered by it, why wait this fucking long? Haley's what, 24, 25 now? And for and for the record, she's a very attractive young woman. Yes, yeah, she is. Shout out Haley Matters. <laughs> but and her boyfriend, for that matter, who's I believe some football player or something. Sure. But point being is that fucking if if you're that mad about it. I'm sorry. I know the, the phrase, the revenge is a dish, best served cold, is a thing. Yeah. Ten years later, when you're the quote-unquote rap god, not really applicable. Well, I mean, here's the other thing, too, is that maybe he was going to keep it under wraps, and then MGK fucking like decided to come at him like that. You know well, what I mean? MGK like, was probably sick and tired of being fucking blacklisted. I mean, sure. The motherfucker's trying to make a living on his own? Plus, it's not, it's not like he's one of these fucking mumble, fuckity fuck ass rappers. He's actually, the kid's actually got talent. You leave little Yachty, little Zane. <laughs> you leave them all out of this. They have nothing to do with any Lil of this. Who just got his Lil ass Herb. kicked. <laughs> you know, Lil Pump. You leave them all out of this. You leave all the littles out of it. You see that I, meme? You see that meme? It's like, add little and whatever you had for breakfast. And that's your rap name. And it's just like, oh, I'm a little. I'm a, little, I'm a little bacon egg and cheese, you know? Like, it's like, you never see, like, oh that, that meme, but it just, you leave them out of this. Oh, my Lord. It's not, it, yeah, listen, but, but I was, like, saying, like, everybody's gunning for the king because he's the king of white rappers, right? So. But, but let me ask you this. Is he still? Yeah. His, his name. Yes. Well, let me ask you this. Let, let me phrase it this way. His name carries a lot. Of course. But in the past decade, putting Kamikaze aside, because I feel like it hasn't been out long enough for us to truly digest, and with the beef and stuff, it's kind of been overshadowed, but putting Kamikaze aside, over the last decade, what has he really done to retain that title? Other than just being Eminem. Revival, if you ask me, garbage. Revival did come out, like, within no, no, the last no, no, decade. No, 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 Recovery and Revival came out. They were both fucking In the last garbage. decade, I, 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 I would like to see the release dates of all the other albums he came out with, because I feel like Marshall Mathers' LP came out a couple of years ago, like the LP2. So he had Kamikaze, which just came out, which was, like, unbeknownst to anybody. Yes. Nobody knew that was coming out. It just he, came out. It was like, oh, shit. He, he He's pulled, got a new he, album. And not only did he... He pulled the J&B. He, yeah. he, he caught everybody with their pants down because not only did it come out, he was like, yo, he came in He came in the room and was like... And just, like, hit everybody. And then it was like, all right, I'm out. And then before that, you know, he had Recovery. But I'm sorry, he had Revival, Recovery, and then I think, believe the Marshall Mathers LP. It went... Uh, two. Let's and see. Then, and then... Oh, Encore, I keep forgetting. Encore is a great album, too. Uh, Encore came out in 2004. Eminem Presents the Re-Up 2006. Relapse Refill came out in 2009. Uh, so Relapse Recovery came out in 2010. Marshmallow's LP2 in 2013. 
great album, in uh, my opinion. It was. In it my was. opinion. Uh, Revival 2017 and Kamikaze, obviously, 2018. <laughs> I-M-O, emo, what, what people do on uh, <laughs> social media. You know, so I mean, he's been around. It's like you forget about that stuff. It's like, oh wow, that was like in the last like few years, you know. But people gun for the king because you know what? Like, I wish Bobby was here because like I, w- I want to like talk to Bobby about this because it's very relevant to like Game of Thrones. Oh, I know. Because I want to be like, dude, oh, my God. that's what happens when you're the king. Everybody guns for right. you. Right. Everybody, you sit on that Iron Throne especially, on Game of Thrones. Especially Joffrey. Yeah. Spoilers. If you're if you're on. If you're if you're in the Game of Thrones, you're sitting on the Iron Throne. Everybody's gunning for that position. And that's what Eminem is right now. He's on the Iron Throne, and everybody's gunning oh, for him. Oh wow! Okay, that's where I, I was going with it. I, that's why I've been trying to go with it. I was like, <laughs> thirty-seven minutes. No, that's like thirty-seven minutes. Bobby, like, hurry up! He's coming down right now. Bobby's coming down. This thing better fucking we're, save anger. I tell you what. I was talking about. We're trying to tie all this in right to, now to your recent to Game talk, of Thrones. All right, here's the thing. I was talking about. Ga- I was like. Everybody's going after Eminem. Okay. Specifically, the white rappers, for lack of a better term. Okay. Okay? Now, with that being said, Uh all the white rappers are going after Eminem. Why? Because Eminem is king of the white rappers. And what happens happens in Game of Thrones when they go after the king? You're sitting on the Iron Throne? They get fucking dead. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, like, they're they're going after this guy. Sure. Like, you know, Eminem, and he's the king of the White Rappers. So, like, what's the common thing that you see in Game of Thrones besides, you know, like, the common theme? This is the part where you say... You know, what's the common theme in Game of Thrones? Besides Khaleesi's butt cheeks and, uh... <laughs> yeah. male nudity. Like, this is like... What do you like say? Love that like, shit. <laughs> I was like... I was giving you... I was giving you the alley-oop. I was right. giving you, like... Don't, a don't, layup to, like... Do the don't, don't, dunk, don't, you know? don't, like, don't Greg Oden that, yeah. that fucking uh, alley no. <laughs> That's what I was doing. You know what I mean? I was like... What else, what else do they do in Game of Thrones besides go after the cake? Just... Uh, <laughs> they, they, I don't know. They go for the throne, Bobby. Yeah, yeah. They, 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 they go for the Iron Throne. You sure. Know? And that's what all these, you know, different these factions are going. And GKs, and you know, like, mm-hmm. and granted, like, here's the other thing too. Mm-hmm. Mac Miller also just passed away, who's also a white rapper. Sure. Yeah. So it's like maybe not go. Right okay. away at MGK because you know maybe he wanted to show some respect because it's like Fair. this guy just died and sure. it's like this guy just died he just passed away and we're gonna sit here and you know like beef it out you know it's like give give the man respect like okay. listen, there's a lot more thing important things going on in the world right. besides I don't like you and you're like me valid valid you know which mm-hmm. is also why I think it took as long as it took you know. Sure, but you know, it's just uh, we we were but, talking about like we were talking about a couple things like you know like the subtle little things that like Eminem okay. did before the disc record and you know it is what it is, right? And and I, I will say uh, an interesting point that came up on Joe Budden's Saturday edition of his podcast. Shout out to Joe Budden podcast. Saturday night on Spotify, releasing two times a week now. Uh, that they were hinting at, oh well, you know. Why, why won't he come at Joe? He keeps, like, tapping him. Kind of like how, how the best way I could put it is how, like, Floyd Mayweather will tap at, his in, tap at anybody that's boxing. Yeah. But then he'll just get into a defensive position and kind of just wear you down kind of thing. Just kind of wait it out. Sure. You know, and how Eminem's... Dances. Dances around the Right, right, right. Yeah. And how Eminem's, okay. Eminem's basically been doing that with Joe. And because and the reason, only reason why I bring him up is because, A, for, for 
sake full disclosure, I'm a very loyal Joe Budden podcast listener. Okay. But, but B, also, and, you know, his jersey, and sure. I, I rep anything jersey pretty hard. But B, he's also one of the most underrated lyricists of our generation, if you ask me. And okay. I, and it makes me very sad that he retired when he did. But, that being said... Did he really retire, though? Well, he did. I mean, he's been featuring a couple songs post-retirement for, like, local jersey artists to try to help them get put on. But he kind of really embraced the whole... This is the at Hair of the Blog podcast. Hair of the Blog podcast at Hair of the Blog on all social media, and we're you know she can talk. She's talk. That, that was good. That was good. She's good. We're 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 gonna wrap everything up. There, there's a couple like leftover notes. That I just want to like go sure, over. For sure. The Canelo Triple G fight. Did anybody watch what that last night? Man. I heard that. I heard that Canelo. I didn't see it. I just heard that Canelo won, and. Well, no, Canelo, Canelo did win, but Triple G should have won. Yep. And I heard apparently everybody, God. Max Kellerman oh. was trending on Twitter in the worst way possible because <laughs> they were like, Max Kellerman needs to suck, wants to suck Canelo's big Gross. fat cock. Gross. That's what Gross. the g- general sentiment was with that fight last night. I didn't see it. I didn't pay for the pay per view. By the sure. time I got out of work. You know, it, it, the fight had already started, so at that point, I was like, "All right, you know what? Cool. Let me look at ESPN was doing like round for round scorecard, right. unofficial scorecard." So I was like, oh, "Okay, Canelo won." And then you go on social media, and they're like, "Yo, you know, Triple G got robbed. Right. He won that match." Sure. Let's rewind for one second. Sure. First off, Triple G got robbed the first time. He I heard should, that. I heard that he too. Sh- he should have won that, that, first, too. that first round. That first bout between them. Split decision is absolute horseshit for that fight. But say Levy, right? You assume they're gonna come back. Both of them knew each other's game better. Whatever. I watched the fight after the Who's fact, her? and that's Evan Engram. That's Evan Engram. Of course it is. Um, I watched the fight after it was aired live and as a kid who was raised in in this sense super stereotypically Puerto Rican as boxing as being one of the main sports in my house besides baseball there's no way in God's green earth that Canelo won that fight I mean th- there's there's been talks for years sure, about yeah. how corrupt boxing is how they need to unify belts and this and there's too many wbc wba you name it but and and the the different associations or whatever is a conversation for a different day but just the simple fact of uh, any asshole with two eyes and a half brain could watch that fight and see canelo was outclassed in that bout and just because this is this is the, this, the is one. The, this is the one that just happened. This uh, is, okay, right. yesterday. I don't know if you're referencing no, 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 the no, no, one before. No, okay. no, no, no. The one right. before was close enough to where it should have been triple G by decision, but not a split decision. But whatever. This was much more clearly a worst. triple G win, and the fact that literally, oh. uh, evidently, short of knocking Canelo out due to the fact that Triple G had a cut in his right eye. I believe, yeah. was, I believe it was the right eye, and he was swelling, yeah. a severe swelling yeah. in his left. Evidently, the judges saw that short of anything but knocking Canelo out, that was enough to give Canelo the win. 
when Mexicans notoriously have a leather face and that's their boxing styles, they're gonna keep coming at you and keep eating those shots to the face until they tire you out and then they're gonna come after you. That's a Mexican style of boxing. The, the, the Puerto Rican, the Colombian, the Venezuelan, the, the, the Eastern European. Is that style. what Triple G always refers to as like Mexican style? Yes, He's yes, always yes. Like Mexican the, style. Yes, the stereotypically the Mexican style yeah. of boxing is my face is literally made of cowhide, so you can punch as many times as you want. It's just going to get more comfortable and more worn in and look cooler at the bar on Friday at 12 o'clock at night. And once you get tired of hitting me in the face, I'm still going to be fine. And then I'm just going to fuck you up by like round eight or nine. Just yeah. enough, to, okay. war- just enough okay. to war enough points to be dominant enough because that's going to be the most fresh thing in the judges' minds to award me this fight if I don't knock you out. That, that was Oscar De La Hoya's calling card. That's Canelo's calling card. That's That was Margarita's calling card, plastering his gloves or not. That's the Mexican calling card. I'm going to tell you whose calling card that's not. It's mine. Please don't, <laughs> <hit me. laughs> please, please don't hit me in the face. I call that the moneymaker. So for me, it's like I am not Mexican style. So and, hit me in the body all you want. And, <laughs> and, and, that, and that was always my, my favorite fighter, Miguel Cotto, the Puerto Ricans, also known as the pride of Puerto Rico's biggest flaw was that he had a weak chin and then by that i mean he would cut very easily his chin it's which i always felt like he was wrongly attributed as saying that he had a weak chin his chin was always strong he was always able to withstand any big shot he just cut very easily because he was one of those guys where he didn't let enough time pass between fights he was wanted to he was at a chip on his shoulder he was wanted to make a name for himself he's a smaller guy he's five eight his reach was only i believe 54 inches you know, which for a guy his size is shorter, you know, and, and just, okay. you know, and, and he always tried to fight up from his natural weight class. Like, he was one of those guys that, like... Gotcha. And, and, right. and, and that's why we that's why we awarded him the title, the Pride of Puerto Rico, because he always just fought with the, with the island on his back. And, you know, he always wanted to prove that he ha- that he was there for a sure. reason. As do, as do a lot of... As do a lot of fighters in boxing generally. I mean, I have a, I have a buddy of mine who I went to basic training with who's now... Uh, he fights for the U.S. Army National Boxing Team. Dope. Uh, shout out Sergeant yeah. Javar Jones. The guy's a fucking beast. Sure. And, uh, and thank you for your service. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, and, Heck. and you know, the, the, guy is, uh, the, the guy is killing it right now on the Olympic circuit and on the professional circuit. He's 5-0, and oh, I believe, on the professional circuit. But, uh, what's up? But, yeah, it's just... It's it's a very they're very different styles of fighting. Mexicans are trained very very differently than most others in the world. Now, to their credit, that's why they've been successful in boxing, and that's True. why Mexicans are one of the most premier nations in boxing. It's because they can take a fucking punch and keep on pushing, and it, like literally, like it's nothing. Like just the way you and I breathe is the way they take a fucking solid jab or cross. I got like, you. It's, it's absurd. I got but you. But <sighs> that being said. Just because you can absorb a shit ton of punches doesn't mean that you should win a fucking fight against a demonstratively better opponent like Triple G was in that fight yesterday. Absolutely not. With the Triple G fight, mm-hmm. like now, is there going to be a part three? Like, I guess, that, like that's, that's like that's like what's debatable. Be. That's what the general consensus is. It was a split decision the first time. Canelo won this time. Trying to set it up for the third one. And, like, this is what breaks my heart about boxing. Like, as somebody who grew up loving the, the Hector Camachos and the, the, the Duran Durans and the... the I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to time you out right there. I appreciate the proper 
pronunciation of all the names, like the Duran Durans. I was just like, oh, like Roberto Duran. I'm like, like the Duran yes, Durans. Yes. I appreciate it. No, no, no. I'm just like, I'm like, I'm like, what? what? Oh, oh, I'm like, that's a proper pronunciation. Yes. So I'm the, not knocking you right, for it. The, I appreciate it because it's, it's like for me, like, wow. like, you know, like to dumb it down. I like watching Dragon Ball Z. But I'd much rather watch it in Japanese with English subtitles than English dub. Because you know what? It's the it's the purest form of it. So like you saying the names in the actual dialect and the way it's supposed to be pronounced, I appreciate it. And that's not me, me being funny, but at the same time, it's also me also being appreciative no, of, course, of, course. of it. I'm like, I'm like, I'm the what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you said like I'm like what the oh, oh, oh okay no like, of course and it's just like the I, I grew up on the 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 basic institutions of boxing the way that it was supposed to be the what the, the the beauty of the art form that is boxing and unfortunately as I've grown older I've seen it become more and more corrupted or more and more corrupt I should say excuse me and just the differentiations of the different organizations and the different belts and the this and the that and them trying to sell unification bouts as if it means anything and the great cons- conspiracy and contrived bullshit that the judges do is just sure but to be honest boxing's in a bad fucking way and and that's and that's coming from a guy who a, loves a lot boxing. of people feel that way and, and I, I don't want to see it die right god damn they gotta do something I mean, like, they've been trying to do that in sense, in the sense of, like, not just having boxing. Because, like, a lot of times when you see boxing, it's on HBO or Showtime. Right. You know right. what I mean? And, um, you Not know. for nothing. Some of those ESPN Wednesday night fights and Friday night fights are some of the best you're going to fight. But here's the thing. That's new. That's newer to the sport. Because they're eat, trying to keep it alive. Eat, so that's why you have those, like, what is it, the NBCs? Yep. Or the whatever like that? Sure. Like, yeah. WBCs, the, yeah. The WC, you know, to the premier boxing. So, like... You'll even see, on, even on SNY, you'll catch a random fight. On you'll catch Wednesday like a great boxing match on ESPN or SNY or like I think they had it on Channel Four and Channel Five. Whatever channel will pay for like you know like the promotion or whatever like that, and they'll put them on there. Of you know course. what I mean? Like you'll have like the like what's what's his face like Broner or whatever like that. Yeah, like, Broner and all yeah, that. yeah, like you have like the second tier talent, right? On, like, but the, but I mean like, over but, the air channel. Yeah, so. but you know what? Like you have enough of that going on. Like you know, like on a on a Friday Saturday night, it's like oh shit, this box match. Yo, let's watch it because boxing's dope. A boxing like, box, is boxing. Like is a, a boxing match. Like I remember like back on, in the day for fuck. me, and I'm older than you. We Guys. talked about this. Like Tyson when Tyson was at. On top of his game, mm-hmm. Tyson match on pay per view, you were buying it anyway. It didn't matter. First of all, pay per view didn't cost that much. Yeah. Back you're in the day. Like, 30, 40 bucks. Yeah. Bucks. Yeah. But I mean, now it's just like, you know, you get the pay per view, you watch Tyson, you watch all the preliminaries, and then you watch Tyson just dominate. Of course. And then Holyfield. The, the, well, actually, the, the, Buster the, Douglas came along. The Trinidad Fucked Jones, all that yeah. shit. And then, and then, you know, after Trinidad that, James it's just kind of, yeah, Trinidad, yeah, Trinidad Jones is, uh, fucking gold all in my yep. wit. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I had to catch myself. Trinidad Jones, I'm like, no, I'm like, that's a, I'm like, huh? <laughs> I'm just like, nah, but I know you mean. But, but yeah, so. Trinidad James, another player. Trinidad James. Mirgullo. But, 
with boxing, like, people are like, yo, boxing's dead, blah, 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 after this fight, because, like, Max Kellerman, they're like, Max, and it was funny, because, like, somebody wrote, like, the most, like, conscious, like, thing on Twitter, because summing up everything that they've read on Twitter about the fight, Mm -hmm. they're like, apparently, (laughs) Triple G should have won that fight, and apparently, (laughs) Max Kellerman wants to have fellatio with (laughs) Canelo Alvarez. Like, they wrote it in the most politically correct way possible, summing up the, like, Twitter thread from, like, the minute the fight ended right. to, like, that moment in time. And I was like, that, that was, like, for me, that was the best tweet. Because everybody was like, fuck Max Kellerman. <laughs> fuck fucking Canelo Alvarez. Fuck all of them. I, I, I went on Twitter, and I, I just, like, was like, be bolder. Triple G, because I was like, he's in the Tecate commercials. And it's like he's putting the steak on his you, face, yeah, like probably yeah. like be bolder. And I was you, just like, you, you know what I think is the best <laughs> analogy I can come up with off the top of my head is that boxing is to baseball what UFC is to football in America, and that baseball is America's pastime. Okay. And I just see it as was boxing to a certain extent, and as far as the fighting game goes, and. UFC came along, the big sexy thing, the big names, your your Dana White promotions, and your 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 Bones Joneses, your uh, uh, Silvas, your Dos Santoses, your Conor McGregor's, and, and the list goes on and on. Uh, Liddell's, Chuck Liddell's of the world, sure. uh, Frank Shamrock even from former yeah. WWF slash WWE fame, you know, and then they know how to sell their stars, much yeah. like how baseball and boxing are more about the love of the sport, the love of the game, not so much the individual star. You know, football is more about glorifying the OBJs of the world, the ABs yeah. of the world. The whole, just like UFC is about glorifying the individual fighters. Unfortunately, people love the glam. They love they love seeing Conor McGregor on Instagram in fucking crazy furs. And do the, do the noodle arms. Then, you know, Conor McGregor doing I, the noodle I, I'm arms. curious to see how much they love Ryan Fitzpatrick trying to look like Conor McGregor in his post-game press conference today. Like, boy, I'm gonna let you. Boy, I'm gonna let you finish your point, and then and then we're 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 gonna we're gonna I'm gonna let you finish your point, and then we're gonna just start wrapping everything up. Yup, absolutely. You know what I mean? But, but I'm like, okay, but, go on. But, but my point being is that I wonder how much of it is just. The appreciation of the old school versus the love for the glitz and glam the of here and now yeah. that UFC really is. Like, you think about it now, UFC markets their fights four to six months out. They, they make the marquee events that you... They make it must-watch television in a DVR slash on-demand era. And boxing doesn't really do that because they make it hard to get because even if... You, your, your average cable package may not have Showtime. It may not have HBO. So then, and even if you do have them, you're still going to pay 50, 60, 100 bucks if you're stupid enough to buy a fucking Mayweather with a fight. Uh, on top of it, just to watch a guy fucking get punched in the shoulder for 11 and a half rounds and tag a couple box, uh, tag a couple punches on a Washington Filipino fighter that they're trying to fucking bring back in December again, which is a retarded fight to bring back. And the fact that people are trying to say that that's going to bring boxing back is, I'm sorry, what, eight years too late? No. Sorry, Mayweather Pacquiao is not worth it in anybody's eyes that has any relevancy or any real knowledge of boxing at this point. But, you know, it's just, it's one of those things where I feel like you get people like myself who were raised on the 
beauty that is boxing, the beauty of the game of baseball, the camaraderie, the playing in your whole life or watching your whole life, whatever it is. And then you get people coming up now who may just want to hop on that new Instagram hashtag and the new Twitter hashtag and say, oh shit, you know, McGregor versus Mayweather, whatever. And it's cool for the night because everybody's leading up to it. You're going to put on your fucking nice ass outfit. You're going to go to a local bar, sports pub, whatever. And like, you're going to fucking try to go and enjoy your night. And then you're not going to think about it at all after that. And I feel like that's good. That's unfortunately the way that boxing has been going for a long time. I, I, I will I will say this is that with boxing like as much as people are like boxing's dying it's it's a, it's a dying sport yada 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 because obviously a lot of more a lot more people are geared towards the UFC aspect of fighting sure. than boxing and but the one thing that I will say to you on your point which you made a great point is that UFC does this thing where like it's like up to the date like it's very relevant to the way the world is now but like ufc like what you said before it was just like you know they they do their fights like four or six months out and they market them and then they market them and then they make it available fight events yeah they literally the way that they mark the way that they market it relevant in today's world yeah you can watch it you can watch on your smartphone absolutely Big Joe. Yes, sir. You're a fan of WWE. Huge. They have a channel ah. for the WWE. Yes, sir. That they're able, like, like fans. And I used to, like, listen, it's not that I'm not a fan of WWE, yeah. but I'm just, you know, I, I fell off. Yeah. I'm a fan of WWE. When, when the Rock was so WWF. No, no, no. When it was WWF with... The oh, Killer Bees. And yeah, what you know about the Killer Bees? You don't know nothing. This is the Killer Bees. Uh, my 27 year old self knows nothing about the Killer Bees <laughs> or the Rockers. And Junkyard Dog. I know and Dwayne The Rock Johnson. No, 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 no. no. The Rockers, Shawn Michaels and my, Michael Janetti. No, no, no Shawn Michaels and Marty Janetti, excuse me. I remember Shawn Bobby, Michaels at D-Generation X. Bobby's Brain Heenan, Mr. Fuji. Andre the Giant, Yokozuna. Oh, I'm not trying to be there. mean or, or like be like Bobby could be Mr. Fuji for uh, Halloween. Could happen. Could, happen. could be. Oh my god. You know what I mean? Well, the WWE channel is a great. Here's the thing. WWE channel is great, and I recommend it to any. If you were a fan, and it's not expensive. WWE, it's cheap. No, it's like what? It's ten bucks. Yeah. yeah. That's like bucks. the big promo. Oh, it's only yeah. nine ninety nine. But the thing is, is like, you get everything that encompasses the past. Right, so like all that, like you can find like the, the Killer Beast, you can find Savio Vega, you can find um, Gold Dust, Dusty Rhodes, The Rock, Jimmy Stone Fly Slicker, Jimmy you Superfly. Know my, uh, Super you Jimmy can Fly find Slicker? the Superfly. Yeah. You know, if you want to, you can find his daughter too. Right, his daughter, his daughter well, wrestles too. Daughter? His daughter. Well, here's the thing, Tamina. She's not really too great, but her okay. finisher is the same thing as Jimmy Superfly. Oh, okay. Yeah, she comes off, off the top, the top rope. rope. Yeah, but, uh, okay. Smash, yeah, smash, whatever. But yeah, but you can find everything on there. And if anything, it's it's worth it for that content alone because then you don't have to worry about your your VHS tapes. You know, like your old school like fucking film. I got stacks of VHS tapes that oh, like like insane. you stop and record, you stop and record, you stop and record. Yep, yep. From and like then, VCR. But you don't have to worry about that. It's already in the library. Of course, yeah. No, yeah. But yeah, WWE, the WWE Network is definitely worth it. I mean, and that's the thing is, like, let's just say, all right, because even your average fan, right, you're intrigued by WrestleMania, right? Let's be honest. I mean, it's it's a spectacle, right? Of course. They roll the red carpet out the of whole course. time. 
It's actually coming to New Jersey, uh, New York, New Jersey. Okay, when? Uh, this year, this coming year. Nice. So uh, it'll, I think tickets go on sale in like October-ish. Um, Are you going? I'm gonna, I think gonna try. Uh, obviously, it's the cheapest way to go when it's in your home state. But, um, but yeah, like I mean, but you get WrestleMania. Let's just say you want WrestleMania, right? Just as an average uh, wrestling fan, whatever. WrestleMania itself costs probably close to a hundred dollars for one pay per view, right? And now I don't no. even think they do pay per views anymore. Yep. And. Um, so yeah, so it's worth it just for like if you're just even just you're gonna get WrestleMania. Okay, well I'm gonna save myself ninety bucks. Right. And on top of that, I'm gonna be able to get everything else that I got, you know, I'm gonna be able to get all my classics. Plus they have some original programming that's pretty good documentaries. And um, do they have any of like the E like uh, they have like the E like Diva WWE Diva show or like the like the Total, the, Bellas, like and the Total Bellas and all that stuff? Yeah, they all okay, have cool. that stuff up there and everything. It's kind of, it's, it is cool. I mean, just say, like, like, here's the thing. Like, I'm a giant kid at heart. Like, I'll never lose that side. Of course, of yeah. So, yeah, so it's a nice thing to I, do. I am, too. I am, too. Yeah. And it's like, like, it's nice to laugh at some of the stuff they do. Yeah. Um, for instance, you, uh, your boy, I know you're a big fan. I'm a big fan. Shane O'Mac, he was back for a while. Dude, me and, and uh, shout out at Chuck What the F. We got a photo with him on the subway in New York coming from the uh, Mets game. Yeah. That's like awesome. two years ago, yeah. <laughs> I was That's like, yo, I was like, yo, is that? And like, yo, I took a photo of him. Yo, official. Dude, he was official. Doesn't... He came in there with some random girl, some random, like, foreign-looking, like, Bond chick. And he was, like, suited up. You say foreign up. or she was a four? Four in. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that came rocking on fours? What's wrong with you? This guy, Jesus Christ. Hey, show him straight tens, baby. Like, yeah. come on. Let me tell you something. They, they got good stuff going on. I mean, I know it's a little dragging, but there are some good spots. Like, they actually have this guy who's uh, who's wrestling tonight, with Braun Strowman, and he's... Uh, it, it just goes to show you, like, how like they scour the earth for these guys. This guy was a, a former... World strong and uh, okay. card holder. Okay. And his, he completely trumps everybody in terms of size. Okay. But his strength is absolutely phenomenal. Okay. Along with the combination of his speed. It's like the perfect predator. Okay. Um, but so, like, he's a good guy now to watch. It's entertaining to see what he's going to do next. Obviously, you have Daniel Bryan. Sure. Brie Bell, the Bella twins are coming back. Sure. So, that's, a, that's a, two reasons. One of them had baby, right? Yeah, Brie Bella. Brie Bella. Oh, Daniel okay. Bryan. And, uh, yeah, she looks fantastic. Like you wouldn't even have thought that she had a child. Like you wouldn't even. Thought, same thing with Maurice. Professional. Maurice had a child too. Yeah. Professionals. Yeah, but it's it's good. You have you know you have Roman Reigns, who everybody hates, but all the the, you know, the the Rock's cousin. Yeah, essentially he's the new John Cena. Okay. Kids and women love him, and yeah. true wrestling fans hate him. That's good to know. Yeah. All right, cool, man. Um, Air Joey next fifty three. Yep. Air Joey, Air Joey next fifty three. On the uh, on the podcast, and uh, you know what? Like, we keep talking about wrapping it up, but we're having such a good time, so we're just gonna keep going. <laughs> so I'm like, longest I got, podcast I got, like, hair in the box ever the had. Like, this is like, like Bobby's what's, just what's the Guinness out. record? What's the Guinness <laughs> record for longest podcast ever? I like to check it because I might win, <laughs> or we might win. Um, the one thing I was looking at, um, some of the you know the couple of other points that I had. Is that I noticed that like I, I watched a video the other day. 
Do you know who Neil deGrasse Tyson is? No. Astrophysicist. Of course. He did the show, like, he's, Cosmos. He's, he's like the he's next like, generation of he's Bill like, Nye. He's like he's the smartest cool. guy okay. on the planet right now. Yeah, like, like Bill Nye. Him, like him and Elon. Yeah. He's like the black Bill Nye, okay. but, like, cooler. Okay. Now, Neil, Neil, I saw this video online, yeah, and he, um, <laughs> let me ask you a question. Do you have a cover on your phone? Like a, a like a phone. cover on your phone, like protective oh, I, I cover know on your phone. Oh, yeah. No, I don't. No, Actually, that's how that happens. Well, I mean, you you have that. Yeah. This. Yeah, the, the Val, do you have a cover on your phone? Hell yeah, she do. She got a fucking otter box on that shit. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> like, what is that? No, that's Kate Spade. She, I'm just, she, I'm just Kate, Spade, Kate Spade. Kate Spade, whatever. Babe, babe, he meant the the screen cover. Like the screen or whatever, like that. You do? Oh, look at that. Oh, this is such a cute that? puppy. Um, <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you have I, a... Uh, I do. I have an Under Armour fully embodied case. Am I really that guy? Bob, why? What's the matter? I, I don't have the screen cover. Am I that guy? Bo- Bobby, oh, do you wait, have a cover on your phone? Wait to hear Like screen protector on your phone? No. no, so I'm not that guy. Okay. All right. You're well, both, here's the you're thing. You're both those guys. I'm both those guys. <laughs> Neil deGrasse Tyson does not have a cover or whatever on his phone at all. Okay. Wow. Like, wait, wait, wait like to hear screen, why. whatever. Because like the mentality is, is that if you like, pretty much like, it's the equivalent of like owning expensive things. If you own expensive things, you appreciate them more. Nah. And for that, you're not going to drop them, break them. That is brilliant. You know, destroy them, whatever have you. That's his whole mindset behind mm-hmm. it. So what he does is he takes his phone. It was Joe Rogan podcast. He's sitting there. He's flipping his phone around his fingers like a, like a pencil. Yeah. And like I like now I'm like all about it. Like I'm doing it. I do have a cover on my phone. I'm still doing that. Yeah. So I'm trying to train myself to do it without the cover. And then one day if I do it, like so be it. I don't have a screen protector on my phone. Yeah. But usually, if I drop my phone, the shock is like, I have this like, by the way, Original Penguin makes these really cool back covers. You see this right here? Okay. Super I'm thin, showing, man. I'm showing, I'm showing uh, Big Joe at Air Joey Nicks 53, this like back cover on the phone. And it's like, I like, it was like an all black. This okay. part right here, it's two pieces. It's all black, it's like very smooth, and then there's like this metal part at the bottom where you uh, put the charger in. Uh-huh. And I actually oh, this spray is the extra battery case. Yeah, and it oh, comes with an bad. extra battery That's bad. with it. I spray painted this thing black. Cause you know, like I think like I'm Batman in like another life. So like I was like I got black spray paint and spray painted black. That makes sense, black on black. And it's like ten it's like ten bucks off yeah. of Amazon. Okay. You know? So you can get a a dope looking Wait, phone case. Wait, that's a case. charging case. Well, no, 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 this isn't. But it comes with this case, okay? The very thin profile kind of. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Like very smooth, like no nicks, no scratches, yeah. whatever like that. And then this part is actually like metallic, but I spray painted oh, it black. Oh, okay. Gotcha, it, gotcha, it, gotcha, it's gotcha. originally like like silver, whatever. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But it comes with like a. And you just want to get your Dark Knight on, so. Of course. The, and then you know, like 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 Batman, like you know, he spray painted his like like body armor black. So, and it also comes with, like, this, like, separate charger. Wasn't that, like, the Not, not like, a phone charger, but, like, one of those, like, separate ones. Like, you plug it in, you charge it. Mm-hmm. And then, like, if you don't have a phone charger, you just plug it into that. Oh, like, one of, like those one of those things. bricks or something. Yeah, but it's, like, like one of, like, the, like, you know, smaller, like, thinner, like, got pieces. Got it, got it, got it. But got it. all, you get all that for, like, ten bucks off Amazon. Fucking original deal, Penguin. dude, yeah. Original Penguin bucks? brand. Hell yeah. I'm 
Fuck that Otterbox shit. This ain't Otterbox. What, it look, that, that's some wannabe Otterbox yeah, shit right there. Yo, I Big got. Joe took his his cover off his phone, and he's like, yo, what is this? <laughs> this, all right, so this is, is that spec? This is what I was taught by the, you know, of course, the salesman. Okay. That, that was your feeding, first mistake. Yeah, it could be feeding me a load of crap. But, LOL, so this is, called, yeah, this is called Bodyguards, Unequal Technology. Now, so you see on the inside, there's that highlighted green stuff, right? Sure. Okay, Colin, you see that? Yep. Yeah. That's called the color green. Now, Verde, yeah. Good for you, all right? <laughs> now, <laughs> the, yes, the point of that green stuff is that they're using this stuff in uh, helmets now, football helmets. Oh, Interesting. It distributes the pressure. Yeah. Oh. It distributes the pressure. So if I were to drop it, my phone's not in my case, but if I were to drop it like that, what ha- would happen is the pressure would get equalized out amongst the whole case. Interesting. And not just the okay. Spot. Now, obviously, looking at my phone, <laughs> right, that didn't happen. Now, what happened was I dropped this on carpet. This is the only time I ever dropped this phone. I dropped it on carpet, and the screen went ahead and freaking. What do you call that? Spider web? Spider Man? Sure, yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking Spider Man, that shit. shit. But it did that in the in the case that in you had case. it? Now, it doesn't have a front cover, like you were saying, for the okay. protector. Okay, I got you. Now, the theory of this stupid case is supposed to be is that. You don't need the. Front well, cover. you don't need Exactly, you don't need it because it comes out, and if you look on the side, you can see that the edges come out just a little bit. Right. Right? And you can see it yeah. just a little bit, you won't see the screen. That's supposed to protect the screen, which it didn't. Thank you very much. Well, I'll tell you this. Uh, shout out to Under Armour and the 50 bucks that I spent on it to protect my iPhone yeah, 10 when, oh. it, when I went to the store. Because, A, I can't even get this case off right now to show you guys. <laughs> it's, it's that good. And, B, when I do take it off, my phone looks brand freaking new. So, I, I will give Under Armour all the credit in the world. I used to be an Otterbox guy, and uh, I found their cases to be uh, subpar at best over time, kind of like that plasticky whatever they would put on the outside of it, kind of like wore out. But I've had this Under Armour case for better part of a year now. It's it's served me super well. I, I, I'm usually very, very meticulous about babying my phone or whatever, but I've dropped it a couple times, and you, you can't even fucking tell. I've, I've now, dropped now, my phone. Yeah, no, everybody has. Of course. Now, now, mind you, my girlfriend, on the other hand, sometimes she'll try to look at my phone for something and then just drop it, or I'll try to grab it from her, she'll try to drop it from me. Right. She drops her phone all the time. So, care. my phone is no different when she grabs it. Personally. Okay. So. <laughs> I don't care. I just like the case because it has the pretty bunny on it. Yeah. Yeah, no, 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 no. My like, girlfriend like, is Val, Val, Val uh. has this, like, beautiful <laughs> case on there with, like, her case is, like, the equivalent of an Instagram filter. <laughs> it's It's got the Kate Spade, but it's got, like, bunny rabbit ears and little, little cute and, and button little nose. gemstone for the nose. Gemstone nose. Like, that's an Instagram filter that you have Straight Snapchat on your filter phone. on Easter. Or like. Snapchat filter, excuse me, yeah. No, actually, Instagram has filters now, too. Do they? Yeah, they do. I'm and so They're legit. Lost. I don't even know. Yeah, no, they, they're, they're legit, too. Oh, my God. Um... I now with that. you don't even with, have an Instagram joke. Yes, I do have with, an Instagram with, with, now with big, big, now here's here's the one thing that makes me worried about that. Okay. Is that because you're talking about like the same technology that your phone cover has mm-hmm. that didn't protect the front part of your screen yeah. is the same technology that they use in the NFL. Yeah. For helmets. Yeah. And yeah. For heads. To prevent concussions. Yes. That makes me nervous. And like TBI and shit. Because it didn't protect your phone. <laughs> 
well, no, the technology the that you used the NFL to protect your phone didn't work. Which one could argue is a much like harder surface than our skull. Yes. There's a player in the NFL, and I forget the name. I can't really remember. He was a longtime safety for the uh, for the state, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, right? I know he, exactly what you're talking about. He I can't went as a free agent to the Washington Redskins. Now, I can't think of his name. It's sitting on the tip of my tongue. But he had a concussion issue, and that's why they let uh, the Steelers let him go. He started using this stuff on the inside of his helmet, and apparently. All the concussions stopped. He wasn't getting concussions nearly as often as what he was used to getting. So, yeah. So, there, there's a little bit of... Uh, Sean Davis? No. No. Just ran a miss there. Um, All right. Yeah, you can't blame a guy for trying. <laughs> Thanks, but, um, Google. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. So, that's what I said. Like, there's a little bit of proven background. But I don't... Again, here's the thing. When I played, obviously, I'm not... You're using padding as well. I'm not trying to, like, you know... Harrison? Harrison? But, uh, Harrison what? Uh, it just says Steelers Harrison. Yeah, I, I just Googled Steelers uh, concussion technology. It's not It's not Shamarco Thomas. That's it's definitely not Shamarco Thomas. Damn it. That. Yeah, that's a, that's a... It's something... He played for a really long time, so I just can't... Not Ryan that. Clark, right? No. All right, well... Ryan Clark's a G. Wait, wait. Was that Ryan Clark? Ryan Clark I, is a G. I love how you look at Kev like it I didn't say Ryan Clark. Clark. You didn't say Ryan Clark. You didn't, didn't say Ryan Clark. You never want to give me credit. No, because I just don't want to listen to you. Ninety <laughs> percent of the crap that comes out of your mouth. Uh, um, yeah. So it might have been Ryan Clark. I think actually. I think he played too. I think he played for this. Uh, uh, Ryan Clark actually does ring a bell. Actually. Yeah. But yeah, he was the big concussion guy. I think. And um, here's the thing. I mean, nowadays in the NFL, it's like all about the concussion. Sure. Will Smith made that shit famous. Oh, hell yeah. He made that movie? Yep. That shit was over, man. Yep. And here's the thing. Like, I take it from a guy who suffered two... Um, Tell the truth. <laughs> suffered two, uh, two... Well, two registered concussions. One I was completely out for. Um, you definitely... Uh, it definitely takes a toll on you. So sure. I'm glad that that movie came out, actually. For sure. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, I think we're going to wrap it up yeah. here. So it's been a fun. Okay, I think it's been fun. Uh, we had a great time. It was a little longer. You said it was alright. Why do you want to? You want you want to say something? Is there something you know? I don't want to say. I need this. We've been talking about this, right? I want to tap on this real quick. Dookie chain. I need a big ass dookie chain. Alright, listen. Here's what we're gonna do. You and Con talk about it for five minutes. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Kev desperately had to go pee. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so, all right, Jeff, go ahead. All right, now, I've been wanting this thing for the longest time, and Kevin is obviously the fashion guru of the fashion guru, especially when it comes to hip-hop fashion. Yes. Right? So we were talking about Run uh, Run DMC. Now, are you referencing the Doogie Chain that the Miami Hurricanes have been rocking for no, the past season No, that's actually two, Cuban or? Link. Oh, yeah, okay. Ah, that's a turnover chain. Now, that is absolutely fantabulous. I would kill to have that thing. That's actually real, believe it or not. No, it's not. It's real gold, real gems, real diamonds, Fuck absolutely. Up, really? Yeah, dude. Uh, a jeweler in Miami area is a huge hurricane. Space. Nothing says uh, not paying college players, pay no attention over here, than what's probably a what? A $100,000 oh, nah. chain? Dude, that thing, they said, they well, they got a new emblem on it, right? A new... Um, What's the proper word for it? A, uh, uh, 
Pedic? Medallion? Medallion, there you go, yeah. So they got like a new uh, medallion for it. It's actually Sebastian the Ibis, which is the the mascot for the Miami Hurricanes. Okay. So yeah, so there's that, and they're saying that that's heavier than what they had last year. <laughs> oh, I really don't know what they're going to do next. It's like, oh yeah, no, we're going to put like a giant... Like freaking like an actual size Sebastian Ibis right. on there. We're gonna have a legit diamond studded midget next yeah. year uh, yeah. on hanging off the table. <laughs> but uh, no, yeah, I want like Run DMC like Duke Chain Magic. No, well, that's funny you say that because '90s fashion is kind of making a big comeback. Yes, so it's, it's actually so not gonna be. I, in theory, it wouldn't be nearly as hard for you to find as you would think. Well, now here's the thing, right? So like, I have to figure out how I'm gonna rock that shit. Like, I can't just be like. What do yeah, you mean, Duke bro? You walk with the fucking swag cab, and you yeah. rock it. What do you mean? But like, yeah, you gotta rock it. Like, you gotta get like, like one of those like furry hats, like furry bucket hats they used to have and shit. I mean, like big ass bug sunglasses and shit. I, I mean, you can go full on extra for like a 1980s Run DMC video. Be amazing. Or how crazy would that be, though? Don't tell me. Although that. I feel like for a chain that sick. I feel like for a chain that eccentric, you almost have to just fully embrace the character, right? You can't just yeah. rock that chain and wear a regular no, fucking t-shirt and jeans. Be, so yeah, you gotta be real. Like I gotta get like, the fucking Kangle L Cool J yeah, hat. And, see, and I gotta get like a big ass boombox and just fucking walk. Just around. walk around with it on your shoulder. <laughs> I say, hey, I, so I have a two and a half year old daughter. Like me walking down the street holding her hand. That's, that's straight up gangster. That's straight up gangster. <laughs> Just blast it. Don't call it a comeback. <laughs> that's some real shit right there. But you yeah. have to get a mixtape perfectly pressed on a fucking... Just uh, like see his on a cassette. right after. Yes. <laughs> some hard, like, mama said knock you out. Then Your see his for cookie. Yeah. <laughs> mama said knock you out. See his for cookie. Mama said... <laughs> then, I rock Adidas and then, <laughs> and then into some like Wiggles shit or yeah, whatever, yeah, whatever the Wiggles, new yeah, do, whatever yeah. the new kids song yeah, is. Oh my god, it's ridiculous! They got so much kid crap; it's insane. Dude, um, it blows my mind every time I come here. There's some new like childhood yeah, boy but, band on the TV. Well, yeah, um, it's the thing. Peppa Pig is like her thing now. So. Yeah, it's huge. It's like, and here's the thing: like, it's not even an American thing. Like, this is what I don't get about my daughter. She's not into American shows. Which is weird, because you're American as fuck. Exactly. So, she's into, like, the Wiggles. Australian. Okay, but, but they're still, they're, they're still part of NATO, so it's... Well, yeah, and Britain. Like, it's like... They, you can watch well, not NATO, but they yeah. subscribe to the Geneva Convention, so it works. So, Kev, uh, you're back, and I need to inform <laughs> you what we decided. Okay. So I'm going <laughs> to get a big-ass dookie chain. One of those furry Kangle fung- fungo hats, right? The bucket hats. Straight out of L Cool J Mama said knock you out video. Right? And basically get a big ass boombox walking hand in hand with Sadie down the street. Right? And we're gonna be playing Mama said knock you out, followed by Seas for Cookie. Freshly pressed on a brand new cassette tape straight from Radio Shack. <laughs> where where are you gonna do this? I have no idea. Anywhere. I would Hoboken. Dude, could you imagine? That'd be an awesome uh, Halloween. Fuck what, what, what what town do you live in? You live in Garvin, New Jersey. Yeah, technically. Boring don't life. do that here. Don't 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 do that. I almost in this want to set up to the west end of Plainfield and just see what happens. With, uh, what, what, Westfield would be intimidated. No, 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 no Westfield. The West End. <laughs> <laughs> with, I talked about that like, earlier today with somebody. I was like, yeah, what's in? I was like, what's in? Uh, what's in Plainfield? Like. Anything with West in the name in Plainfield, any street that you live, I was like, listen, 
No, see, I messed up. You I was talking Westfield. Oh, so Westfield? Listen, Westfield might lock the Listen, Westfield, you good, bro? You think so? I you think good? Yeah, yeah you good? Yeah, you're good in Westfield. Okay, <laughs> don't worry about Westfield. Westfield, New Jersey. All the people live in New Jersey. Shout out. But you good? But if you go any further, yeah, you do that shit in Cranford, New Jersey. You like, I, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck If anything, you go to downtown Cranford, they're just gonna look at you like probably some fucking drunkie from Riverside Inn, like washed just, over and just left. Just walking. They're gonna be like, oh, this is some guy from fucking Roselle. Him and his kids just hanging out. He's like, wandered too far. Yeah. But, uh, no, so uh, this, honestly, I wonder if he went into like the West End of Plainfield, if the OGs would just like respect his gangster and be like, alright, bro. I fuck with you. Like it's, I like I see what you're doing. Or conversely, or if like the young boys be like, he doesn't have a little in his name and ain't nothing little about him. Cause Joe, cause Big Joe, we call him Big Joe because he's like what six four, just like four bills. Yeah, you're they're you're gonna come, he, gonna he, come, he's up, a big they're gonna come boy, to so. you asking you for fucking cocaine. <laughs> 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 like, yeah, my man, you got that? You got that work? It's all funny because Tosin pulls an advert diaper. It's like what? No, no, no. See the thing is. Because if they do, then so you know the young kids will respect this gangster because they'll approach his daughter thinking that she's the middleman. They won't even go yeah. to the fucking OG. They'll go to his daughter thinking that she's just a prop and say, <laughs> "Yeah, you got that work." And then she's, I mean, and, and then she's gonna say, "Black doggy at the pimple across the street," oh, and yeah. then she's gonna, yeah. <laughs> she's gonna go completely it's crazy. Literally, no joke. This can get real. This can get real quick. All right, here's the thing. Number one, yeah. don't involve your daughter. Please don't. Your beautiful daughter. <laughs> she's so daughter, innocent. Please don't. Into any of this. <laughs> nonsense that we're talking about right now. That's number one. This is all <laughs> funny games until like I I put on News Twelve right. and see your fucking face and, Just and your beautiful daughter yeah. on there too. Like <laughs> drug trafficking by by local man in fucking Garden News. They're like, no, you know. I was just like, let's let's not do that. Drug, tra- that. drug trafficking by local man in outdated Kangol had Apparently, he was wearing a quote unquote dookie chain. A dookie chain, dude. I'm getting one. It's gonna happen. Hey, listen. Man, you know what? Called, I, I, called I, I, Godfather I, 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 of the Dookie Chain White Mafia. Yeah. Uh, he was reported last in the West Yeah, they got that, they got that movie, White Boy Rick. Now you got, I mean, like, you like, know, dude, White Man that. Joe. I don't know. <laughs> I sound like, how the hell are they going to get away with that one? My what, God. White Boy Rick? Apparently, yeah, I mean, apparently, yeah. Oh, my God. I can't believe Matthew McConaughey of all people signed up for that. I'll tell you who's not seeing really? that movie. Really? Dude, dude, Matthew Black Boy Kevin, he's seen that movie. Bro, not for nothing, Matthew McConaughey has to pay his white boy mortgage too. Oh, yeah. so. <laughs> oh wow. It's crazy as it says, dude. That guy has so much money from just from freaking Cadillac commercials. Like, and what does he yeah. do? He just sits there. Yeah. It's insane. L- L- literally. I've and he smiles seen. and says, it'd be a lot better if you had a Cadillac. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Yeah. It's amazing. Oh, man. I think we need to wrap this up. Yeah, probably. I think I, I think it's we, it's, we might legit. We've gone too long. Like honestly, like this might actually we've be lost one Bobby. podcast. I think this might be like might have to be like a part one and part two. <laughs> the Matrix like reloaded. Matrix like Revolutions was actually one full movie. And yes. they're like it's way too long, so we're gonna divvy it up into two movies. This might be what this podcast is, and that's no knock on you. 
or I was going to say or, am, that's am, rock I, on Big now, Joe I was gonna say, or now, Colin I was gonna say or, that, now, or now, Val or Bobby or that, myself now, 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 am, I, just, am I the Matrix Revolutions which was where the series lost its way or am I the Matrix Reloaded which is arguably the best movie in the Matrix series okay well well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you that might not be up to me that might be up to the like, like listen yeah I'm like put a poll on Twitter I'll put an Instagram i put that Instagram story poll like which one was better you know, part one, part two, and then and then let the community decide. Dude, Make it democratic. That's all. I'm just saying. I got faith. I enjoyed all I of this. Faith. This is fun. I would like to keep this rolling the whole time. But the Anchor app has been acting up every once in a while. So every time <laughs> it goes past like 15 minutes, I'm like sweating. You were sitting there worse than tired. And I'm, looking for I'm just right sitting now. there like, I'm like, they keep calling me. And I'm like... <laughs> Is it gonna work? Yeah, I'm like, so I think now we have to. I think now it's time to sign off. Now it's a good time to sign off. We we lost one. Uh, Bobby's down for the count. Uh, so he's our at our Hanson eight seventeen. Yeah, at our Hanson eight seventeen. Bobby, he can't say himself. Bobby, dude, he's legit out like a light. Stone Cold Stunner. Or, or if you want to quote Sicko World from Travis Scott, like a light a. By the way, I found some. It's a song you don't know, Joe. It's fine. By the way, I saw some mashup of SpongeBob and Sicko World. What? Yeah, I, I, I. Oh, Sicko Mode. Sicko Mode. I posted it on at Hair of the Blog. It's there. It's there. It's a, it's a mashup of both, and it's phenomenal. Of SpongeBob SquarePants. And Travis Scott, Drake, Sicko Mode. Evidently, if you haven't already set alerts on Hair of the Blog post shit so you can catch this, because that sounds it. amazing. Yeah. You need to go check that out right now. I will. You know what? He's going to check it out right now. We're going to sign off. This is at Kevin K. Diddy, at our handsay 17 Bobby, who is, Not you know what? <laughs> he needs, he, he needs to, he's resting right now. No knock on him. You know, it's been a very it's long, long day. It's been a long Sunday. football oh, dude, Sunday. Football Jets football. at one. Giants at eight, and in between is just like you know crazy. And you got what Big the Joe. They won, right? That was the varsity game. Nobody cares. We live in New Jersey, Joe. Oh my God! Colin, <laughs> you know, I'm uh, glad that I'm glad that the Chargers won. Thank you very much. All right, we'll be seeing you guys in the Super Bowl or the AFC Championship game. Meanwhile, I'm stressing the fuck out about the Giants right now. Uh, and the Giants right now are not looking good. This guy still can't. Here's the thing. Unfortunately. To the outside world or looking like the Giants. Just like how the Jets are looking to the outside world like the Jets. That's all. It sucks. Hey, listen. Giants won two Super Bowls in the last, like, 15 years. You guys are fine. Just yeah. haven't won anything since 1968. Yeah, how does that feel, knowing that your team hasn't won a championship since, like, I wasn't even born yet. Born. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, you weren't even a twinkle in your granddaddy's eye yet. No. Not even, like, you know. See, I want to, like, say something, like, worse, but Val's, like, sitting right there, oh, <laughs> and, like, that's, like, the gauge. I was like, I'm not even a, and I look at her, and I'm like, can't say it. But the best part is, she she's probably more talented than I am. <laughs> like, of shit So, to if I say a wrinkle line. in my, like, granddad's nutsack. Oh, eh, please. She's like, yeah. <laughs> she's like, all right. She barely okay. even flinches. I wasn't even a wrinkle in my granddad's <laughs> nutsack. <laughs> I'm like... Because you gave me the approval. <laughs> we have to leave. <laughs> we have families. We have to leave. <laughs> no way I apologize. This has been fun, though. And we have to do this again. Yes. So, 
At Air Joey Nicks, 53. Yes. Uh, at DJ McRegan. That's oh, DJ <laughs> McRegan. Like, if you're going to order a sandwich at McDonald's on Instagram, which way you can find me for everything. Or at ColinF23 if you want to catch or retweet a bunch of stuff from Joe Button or Hair of the Blog on Twitter. Or Max Kellerman and his really, <clears throat> really horrible boxing views. Uh, but yeah, you can pretty much catch me there. Remember, Section G16 in the parking lot at Life Stadium all season long. I'll be there for all the home games. Come check us out. And you got Mixcloud and all that stuff. Yes, yes. Uh, Mixcloud.com slash CJ McGregan if you want to catch all my latest mixes. Uh, All the mixes from the tailgate parties and anything like that. Okay. I'm very readily available. Awesome. Val, do you have a social media that you like? She's like, she's like, no, I'm good. She's like, I'm just sitting here for the fun. At R Hanson eight seventeen, Bobby just lamping on the couch right now. At, Dude, you're at, good. You're good. <laughs> no, we're, 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 we're like wrapping everything up. We're wrapping at, everything up. At Nappy McNapp face right now. It's all right. No, he's good. He's good. Um. So and at Kevin K Diddy. So we're gonna get out of here. Peace out and uh, follow us on all social media at Hair of the Blog. <laughs> it's like, I don't know if it's coming up on the mic, but Bobby was giving the most, like, like yep. old man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, you know, we're sitting here, we're watching the rest of this Giants game, so at Hair of the Blog on all social media, follow us, tweet us, tell us what you think, and we hope you enjoyed this extended podcast for this evening. So yeah. thank you. You're welcome. Listen to you. Such a Red Sox fan. <laughs>